What is up, everybody, and welcome back to the Pohada Podcast. As usual, I am Matt Browse of Pohada Photography, the host of the program. And as usual, a shout out to my buddy Paulie for joining me on the mics for the conversation. It's been a while since we posted one of these, so we're going to jump right in. No ads, no preview. The newest Booze with a Black Belt episode with my friend, instructor, and training partner, Greg Schwalgy. I'm honestly not sure how to say that. I think that's close, though. We dive in deep on jujitsu, as well as unplanned pregnancies, Dr. Seuss, the movie Love Actually, and other hallmark gems. Losing track of your dark side when it comes to competition in jujitsu, but being renewed in teaching and coaching. Modern Disney movies versus the old fairy tales. Our shared awe for Caitlin Young of the Striking Institute and the general worries of joining a new gym and will people like me. Without further ado, my conversation with Greg Schwalgy. And I was taking pictures on Friday and I saw the moment that that motherfucker there was telling John Grills that I recorded a whole episode with Rocco, Mm -hmm. who has hilarious stories and he's just a funny, hilarious dude. Yeah, yeah. And and made it so that it was completely unpostable because I fucking forgot to turn my mic on. Got it. And, and so I got a photo of John's facial expression as he heard this and knew I was standing there taking pictures and just went, because John is a professional podcaster and has like oh. coached me up on stuff, you know, and gone over basics with me and stuff. So yeah, his face, I have a photo of it just pure stepdad disappointment yes. just like yeah oh my god yeah learning moment <laughs> lots of learning moments oh my god they say you learn a lot from failure so yeah. i'm glad i fail so often yeah learning tons very often the best parts of this podcast are befores and afters. Okay, that's why I cut us off upstairs. And yeah, said, you're, yeah. I've 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 had several where it's like you guys were starting. You're like we're talking about cereal. Yeah, right. <laughs> it's like yeah. I like that cold that cold entry. But yeah, I think uh, the analogy of the planned and unplanned pregnancy. Yeah, is a good place to start talking about jujitsu. What were we talking okay. about? Uh, we we're talking about um, like how like your like jujitsu games like develop like for individuals. And, like, generally when you start off, it's, like, well, like, you know, you have, like, your natural tendencies. Like, even if you've never done, like, sports, like, your body's going to do something. Right. Whether or not you know it's going to do it or not. Yeah, and you so, fall backwards every yeah, time. Yeah, like, so. oh, if I fall on my side, I'm a half guard player. If I fall on my back, I'm a Del Heva player. And I, I'm the example of the half guard. Like, yeah, and your body just wanted to fall to the side. Yeah. Um, and and, and so, it, it, the grabbing one leg. Yeah. Like, my, my brain was, okay, get to close guard, and I never could because I just wasn't good at, you know, the hip motion. Yeah, and so... But I could get a leg. But that's just it, right? So this is, like, like like how it developed naturally for you. And I think it's, like, fascinating how, like, different people will... How it develops and stuff like that. Like yeah, I think so that's the unplanned pregnancy. Yeah, so you had an unplanned pregnancy. <laughs> yeah. And then you have people who are, like, I'm going to do Barambola, right? Because Barambola is not something where it's, like, oh, yeah, my body naturally just inverts upside down and grabs right. a leg. It's, like, yeah. oh. Well. And that was Siobhan. <laughs> that would be, like, that'd be, like, Siobhan. Um, him as the example. Yeah, and I think, like, some of the open guards, like, Spider Guard, I think, is not super intuitive, like you're not like I'm gonna no I'm gonna shit. grab yeah I'm gonna grab these sleeves really hard and, and kick your biceps. It's like oh okay. I mean if you did like that's great, but 
Um, That's an extremely elaborate thing to think of, having yeah. not been instructed on. But it. I, but the thing is, like you know, you've been like you know, when you're around so long, like some people like they're innate. Some people's like crazy innate stuff. Like generally, like they're a little more creative and they like do something, and you're like, you're like, who taught you that? And they're like, oh, I just made it up. And I'm like, whoa, okay, you made up an advanced move, by the way. <laughs> like, yeah. so. it, for for me starting out jujitsu, it was weird to like shift your hips to one side and the other and then you'd also see you know your fellow white belts there'd be people who clearly that just felt like a normal thing to do yeah it's weird. um as so like this is also one of the things like when you're like in the i don't know the, the business right um people are like oh man like you know you're the advanced teacher that's so cool let me tell you the people who should get paid more are the people who teach essentials <laughs> and the people who deal with competitors because Man, like, and the thing is, like, I try to be a good teacher, and I, like, I try to be patient, and it's just, like, you know, like, yeah, like, jiu-jitsu does not make sense initially. Like, I've definitely, the idea of getting on your side, right, mm-hmm. is, like, like, a, like, like, truly, like, what I want to be on your side. I would say that's, like, the hardest thing. And, like, that's what you need for, like, basic things, like, hipscapes, right? Like, it is a fundamental thing. And I'm, like, I feel like I'm always stressing to beginners. I'm, like, get on your side. I'm, like, so? Like, I know you feel like you're on your side, right? Like, you're, like, your internal, like, I don't know, your, like, goniometer is, yeah, like, yeah. is, like, yeah, like, I'm over here. And it's just kind of, like, all right, so I know you think you're on your side, but you're actually, like, just a little bit off your back. Like, <laughs> like you right, put your shoulder right. up on that, and you're, like, I'm on my side. Right. <laughs> So yeah, that's a tricky thing of of a motor palette. That's the phrase I would yeah, use. Yeah, a motor palettes. a motor palette that you simply don't have. Yeah, you know, I've never moved this way at all. Yeah, that's that's the longest teaching arc you can come up with is somebody yeah. that I mean they didn't wrestle or lift weights or play football or anything. Yeah, it's all gonna feel so foreign to their brain and body. Yeah, and that's like, why the beginners are tougher. Yeah, and it's tough because, like, in like, the order and sequencing, it's like, all right, I need you to grab it. Oh, my God, this happens to me. This happened to me a lot recently, and I'm just like, the Lord is testing me. Um, it's just like, you know, you're, it's like, all right, I need you to grab it with that hand. And then they're like, I'm like, nope, uh, that hand. No, no, that hand. Yeah. <laughs> okay, okay, not that way, the other way. Like, no, keep it there. I need this, like, around. And it's just kind of, and then, you know, part of it's like, you know, I'm an instructor or like I'm like, um, I'm an upper belt and I'm trying to like help you out. And I'm like, I'm like, am I fucking this up? Or are you fucking this yeah. up? You know what I mean? Like, yeah. There's improvements in the way that I can deliver the message, but also yeah. Oh, yeah. the message needs to land too. Yeah, right? exactly. Like there's sometimes I'm like, I don't like, you know, it's also like the basics, right? Like, you know, I'm, just, I'm also exposing you, right? I'm like, you're like kind of going in the cold, like diving the cold water when I'm kind of like, all right, like this is like a sleeve grip, you know, and this is the control and this is the collar grip. Like if you're like, if I give you like a collar grip, right, and you grab a glow on the collar, then it's like, all right, like, all right, you grab the collar, good. I need you to grab higher on the collar now, right, right. and it's like, and then you know, one of the one of the big things. I know this podcast, no one can see this, but like you know, like most collar grips are like this, yep. and everyone like loves to like invert their hand upside down to like yeah. grab like with their fingers out, and I'm like, collar grip, yes. Let's just uh, let's just try it like this though. And they're like, and that actually makes sense to me if you think of the way we grab stuff in real life. Yeah, fingers outside. You, you, on yeah. the top, you know. Yeah. yeah. It's the, very, oh, it's very common. Yeah. That's interesting. Yeah. Same thing. Your usual motor palette or not, and yeah. that, that's actually a thing I noticed in over the years in personal training. And I'll make the joke every time it happens. If you put a client on their back on a mat, and you're a physical therapist, right? Yeah, so you've I dealt am. with this, right? And you say raise your left hand yeah they are gonna stick their right foot in the air 
because you change people's orientation oh, in space yeah. and start using directional cues, yeah. it, it's a big old mess. And they, they're laughing and uncomfortable and embarrassed because like, <laughs> yeah. yeah, you just raised the leg, bro. I said, <laughs> yeah. and, you know, oh, but, but there's something about that, like, all right, this is a whole different universe and the lights are bright and the, just the orientation in the brain or, is all different. Yeah, it's really interesting how orientation throws people off. And even to like my degree, right? Like there's times like I, I do enjoy like inverting. And there's times like I'll be inverted and I'll be like, I'm not really sure what's going on right now. And like, you know, it happens still. And it's just like, it's just my, my comfort, like, you know, my comfort level with it too. Like I still, you know, there's still positions I'm like, um, I would say leg locking is kind of like, like, it's like, it's something I'm really working hard for. I'm trying to understand it, but like, you know, my legs intertwine with your legs. And then there's definitely times I'm like, my leg, your leg, my leg, your leg. You know what I mean? Like, I have to like be like, <laughs> you get, you like it, it takes me a little bit to like process like where things are and like how they're, and it's something like, you know, I'll get better at it. Um, yeah. But like, it's, it's confusing. Sometimes. And I am going to coin a phrase for that, that version of mental processing that yeah. you said you need that you are Dr. Seussing it. My leg, your leg, <laughs> my hand, my hand. Yeah. Just, just to keep the order of Left operations foot, right. right. Not my foot. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like. Left foot, right foot, not my foot. Tap, 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 tap. Yeah, tap, 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 tap. <laughs> ow, ow, ow. <laughs> but, yeah. Um, no, I just like you know, it's just weird. Like the just the whole learning process. I do think like how games like develop organically is like really interesting, right? Because at first it's like that. Um, like, you know, like, you, you don't get the pick, right? <laughs> it's kind of like, roll with this person, and it's like, you know, you know, like, I don't know, like, five moves, probably, mm -hmm. if you're lucky. Mm -hmm. And then you're like, all right, and then, you know, you go and, like, do something, and, like, you're like, all right, I like, this didn't crush me as bad. And so you do that, um, and then, you know, you might have, like, the one move you had success with. Like, right, you roll with, like, another white belt, and you're like, oh, this, and, you know, this works at, like, upper belts, too. Like, there's times I'll do a move, and I'll be like, oh, that worked. I'm like, I guess I'm doing this move. And, like... <laughs> You know what I mean? It's like, well, why'd you pick that move? Oh, it worked. It's it, like, it well, work. like it worked. Like you had earlier success, right? Like, yeah. like putting the time for other things. Oh, and so we talked about. I think we really tangented, but I guess mm -hmm. it's like the theme, the unplanned or the planned pregnancy, right? <laughs> is like, you know, if I was like, oh, I'm going to be super good at, um, you know, like hill like you know leg lock entries and stuff like that. You know what I mean? I'm like drilling this. I'm doing like you know that's kind of a little bit. Where, like, you know, you kind of transition from, like, white belt to upper belt is, like, um, you have a little more planned pregnancies um, as you kind of, like, go higher in the game. You're like, yeah, I, I want to do this and stuff like that. Like, this is a good move or, like, this is a really successful move and, I like, I want to do that. I don't know. You see, like, an awesome DVD on sale and you're like, fuck yeah. We can curse on this, right? Fuck yeah. Fuck yeah. <laughs> well, and so it's, it seems to me, like, early on, and this, this is where I am and this is what I'm experiencing, the unplanned organic yeah game develops because it's just the world coming at you and yeah. then as you've developed certain skill sets you conscientiously choose to add to that skill yeah. set as, yeah. as you're you know purple and brown and whatever yeah and i think you know part of it also like you know like the transition also happens like you're you're doing something and it works to like a degree right and then you have like the variation comes out where it's like like shit they figured this out <laughs> and then you're like, so what do I do from here, right? And that's how you develop series, um, like series of moves and stuff like that. And that's also, you know, kind of where I think concepts really come into play, like, right? Where you're kind of like, well, what's like the concept that they're breaking down? It's like, oh, they're, they're establishing a better position or they're like taking away this or they're something like that. And then it's like, you know, so you can kind of go like, what's the concept? Or you can just be like, what's a series from half guard? So, you know, that'd be like, um, like a very basic one would be like, okay, like, 
I shoot my arm through for like an underhook and I'm going to wrestle up. And if like, okay, they're not giving it to me, I can, I can dive under or, you know, you can be fancy and be like, I'm going to like throw a triangle. I know that's your jam. Triangles? <laughs> I've, ne- I've never attempted a triangle. Every time we drill triangles, I'm like, I don't know how like, this even works for anybody. You're like, man, I do diamonds. <laughs> I do square. <laughs> yeah. The, the, so, yeah, you, you get a position. You start to go for a move. You organically are fed their response and realize, oh, there's a different move. Yeah. You kind of write the, the phrase I use the other day chatting with, uh, I think, Ryan Dixon about it is you kind of write your own curriculum in a way. Yeah. Yeah. Like you, yeah, you kind of like set kind of like your or yeah kind of kind of like like what you know right you're kind of mapping it out yeah like i yeah i out of desperation found myself in half guard so i went and asked what that position was called and learned it was called half guard and learned i should be more on my side than on my back yeah so then i started working on retaining half guard yeah and then actually just recently i learned from you specifically that i had shifted to playing less half guard and more z guard yeah. Which apparently are different, right? Here, they they here are, we are learning yeah. things. And kind of almost getting good at retaining that guard yeah. and fishing for a couple different sweeps. But then I'm still getting past and ending up in quarter guard. So now I'm at the phase of the chapter of my curriculum that I'm writing where I'm trying to figure out how the hell to retain that guard. Yeah. So I can work on sweeping and or getting back to half guard. Yeah. And that's as far into my book as I am. I am. <clears throat> yeah. And it's like, and it's crazy because it's like, keep writing and you can, and like, so I guess the, uh, like the other thing is like, you can like, right. It's like a, it's like a journey. So you can, you can always go back and explore like new stuff and like that. So like, you know, and the other thing is you can just kind of like drop yourself in a whole, whole new like thing. Like you can just be like, you can be like F this half guard. I'm going to play, I'm a spider lasso kind of guy. You know what I mean? You can like drill that. That's a planned pregnancy, though. Um, but but that's exactly yeah. the point. Is yeah. you, you start with the unplanned pregnancy, yeah. and the second kid is a planned pregnancy. And this is really gross way of talking about this. I'm, you, yeah, Polly does feel, feel attacked. attacked. Uh, <laughs> that I might have just described Polly's uh, path in real life. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. But like, so you you, you kind of have to let it come at you organically at first, and oh, you then you to. start to pick things as you yeah. realize there's you know deficits or preferences relative to where you landed oh yeah i mean if i had like a first day white belt that's like i'm going to play del heva guard i'll be like okay <laughs> like i would be like go for it mm-hmm. but it's like i don't know man like once once the rubber hits the road you're gonna feel something really different <laughs> like del is a good guard but like yeah man like, if you end up there that's great but like uh how about you uh grip up first <laughs> yeah right so yeah don't fall backward. Start there. Yeah, exactly. And then can you Posture. imagine like this guy's like, I'm gonna play with and then he's like, Oh, I fall to my hip. It's like, Congratulations, you are a, you you have a tendency for half guard. Yeah, like you know what I mean? Right, <laughs> it's like right. I think Max Bolo, our friend Max Bolo, is one of those like hence we all call him Max Bolo, but he doesn't really play bolo. Yeah. I don't know if you've noticed that because like he was all in on bolo for a few years apparently. It's even a nickname and an Instagram handle, but yeah. by and large doesn't play that anymore because it probably just you know I, I feel better elsewhere or i'm better suited for other things yeah um it's funny because i i definitely you know i know people that have done that like there's t- like times like <laughs> i'll like be rolling and then they'll be like oh wow i've never seen you do that move i was like yeah i forgot i, I used to play that move like i'll <laughs> be like i'll be like yeah i'll be like whoa i haven't done that in a while um yeah i think uh like starting off right i was um i was much smaller like this like you know i had I was like 145 when I started jujitsu. Like I was like, 
like not very heavy. And then like and now you're a, you're a massive, massive, like 160. Oh yeah. Um, but part of the story is, um, you know, like when I started, I only had, it was me and like maybe like two other guys like around my weight. And then after that, it was like tw- at least 20 pounds heavier. And it went up from there. And like the 20 pounds heavier was like one guy and it just went up. So like I came up with just like big dudes. Like, and it was like, you will, you're either go- like, if you want to roll, you have to roll with big people or you don't roll. And I was like, well, I want to roll. Mm-hmm. Um, so initially, you know, I found luck and like I say this and I can say this now with confidence. I found luck stalling with spider guard. And I was like, yeah, I'm a spider guard player. Yeah. I'm stopping these big guys. And as it turns out, I am not a spider guard player. <laughs> <laughs> um, like I was just having luck, like stalling people and like, it has some like leverage advantages, um, then as I got better, I was like, oh, like, I think butterfly and X guards are working a little better for me. So like now, like I don't consider myself like a spy guard player. Um, obviously I know a few basics of the position, but like, it's interesting how like that whole part of like my like quote unquote game, like just got like jettisoned. I was just like, eh. yeah, cause that's where you organically landed. Yeah. And but then, then, and then you, yeah, developed... you make the decision like this is actually not working for me mm-hmm. right now. Mm-hmm. So yeah. Speaking of that. Where'd you start jujitsu? Um, I started jujitsu um, at actually I started at Brunswick BJJ, which is the it was before Gary Tonan took it over. I started with a guy named um, Hazum Ibrahim. Um, yeah, and then so I started in Jersey um, there, and I was there till I was a blue belt, and then um, I. I, I was in physical therapy school and my my uh my clinical rotation was like an hour and a half north <laughs> of like where like my school and my home was. Great. And so yeah, and I was like and of course like you know, you're like you're like mid like addiction, right? And you're just like, Well, yeah. I can't not do jujitsu. Um and so um I made fr- like I made friends, um and they were like closer to like where I was like working and so like I ended up leaving the Brunswick BJJ um i'm going to another school uh fuck what did we call it back then fuck we called it like vox hall which is like the name of the road it was on like dude like it was like it was like a house converted into like a little jiu-jitsu gym and it was just like i remember going there and being like this is like sketch but like that's where like where i trained like for that's awesome yeah uh, that's the Um, groovy details from the past that should be that way yeah and it's really funny how it worked out because i had a pt Mm -hmm. i had a physical therapy school friend who had a friend that did jujitsu and the friend of jujitsu, whose name was Andrew and, um, Andrew was, and Andrew was like a great guy. He's an awesome dude. He, um, you know, he was like, he's one of those people. He's like, you jujitsu, I jujitsu. And like, we're at a party and he's just like, less, he was actually like less jujitsu. And I was, and like, of course I'm like, all right. Like, like he's like showing me this stuff. And then I go in and hang out. I met, um, like my really good friends. Um, you know, um, one of my friends is Nelson. Um, he Nelson Puentes, and like you know, shameless like shout out. He owns like Inverted Gear, which is a gear company. Sweet for gears, yeah. I'll check it out. Um, yeah, and then um, my friend Dave, who is the black belt I was training under before I left New Jersey. Um, so I met all those guys there, and I came up with them. Um, that's where I kind of got my uh, purple belt, brown belt. You got a purple belt and a brown belt in the sketchy house. Am I, I got. That? I think I got purple belt in sketchy house. Brown belt, brown belt, I think brown belt, I think we got like a like a nicer place. Sketchy house jujitsu is one of the better branding Bro. ideas I've ever heard of. 
Yeah. Um, too, so the other thing is like, you know, like, and I feel like, you know, I've been, so I guess I've been doing this for like, you know, probably like 11, 12 years and like, yeah, man, like back in the day, like I've definitely been to like basement jujitsu places, mm-hmm. kind of like <laughs> hole in the wall places, like up until recently, like, you know, it's so funny because, um, um, you know, one of your former guests, um, Justin Kratzky, he's like, yeah, this is a good starter school. I was like, this is fucking amazing. Right. Like, dude, you have like bathrooms. <laughs> like, yeah. There's bathrooms and bleachers. And, yeah. And, I was like, dude, you have like a mat space. Like, this looks legit. He's like, yeah, like, you know, but there's a garage door. And I'm just like, <laughs> I'm like, almost every jujitsu gym and MMA gym has a garage door. Like, that's like par for the course. That, a, a garage gym or two that can open up and air the place out is... Yeah. One of the biggest pros to yeah. any type of gym, in my opinion. Oh, yeah. Especially when it's nice out. Yeah. yeah let the breeze um, flow, baby. Let's go. Yeah. So, and it's funny because, so then I came up there, um, starting, I, I, I think we just called the Vox Hall School. Um, and then uh, Nelson getting a, got a teaching job at what at the time was North Plainfield Fight Club, which um, sounds like super gritty. Excuse me. Um, but it was just like a, like a martial arts school. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then um, that name changed like a few times. Like I think it changed to Maximum Athletics and then it changed to Believe. Um, we also changed locations a bunch just because of like rent and like getting gooder, like, you know, better spaces. And then, yeah, and then I was there, um, got my, got all my other belts there. And then, um, and then, yeah, and then I moved to Minnesota and then I train at M Theory and I teach at M Theory and I train at Eden Prairie. Um, yeah, those are like my, my main gyms. So who gave you your black belt? Uh so uh so technically mm-hmm. I'm under like this is like I I believe I'm technically under um his name is Kevin Sheridan. Um nice guy. Uh we, you know, we we it was kind of like I was training at this other school and like you know, you have to get it from someone with like the correct degrees. And so he was like the degree of who I got it from, but like um so technically I'm like I'm under him, I guess, but uh and then that's just kind of like, you know, here now I'm like, you know, I'm like kind of like, I'm like, you know, I'm with like the Ishmael, you know what I mean? But yeah. um, that's where I got it from. Although I kind of feel like, you know, the last years like Nelson Puentes and like my friend Dave, um, they, they were like the ones that really kind of like, like made me like an upper belt. So. Sure. Yeah. Do you think uh, the lineage thing gets more watered down and feels less important as the years go by in, yeah. in the future. I mean, like from where we're at now, you think that becomes less and less of a concern? Yeah. I mean, unless you're like really off someone notable, right? Like unless you're like, Oh, like, you know, like, like the, for example, like the Danaher black belts, right? Like though, like that still has like a weight to it. Right. Um, but then like, you know, you, I don't know. I don't, I don't think it carries much weight anymore. I also think like just like the lineages are kind of like like people are chilling out more. You know what I mean? Before, so when I started at Brunswick, right? That's a that's a, that was a Henzo school, right? And so like when I like traveled, like I, I had to go to like Henzo schools and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And then when I transferred to um, my other friend's school, that was an Alliance school. And so like I you know some like there was one or two like uh, Gracie places that were like oh yeah you can't train here, and I was like a blue belt. What? You know what I mean? Now I haven't run into that. Like, no, most people don't even ask me. They're like, "Oh yeah, just come in." You know what I mean? But like, yeah, back in the day, that was a thing. Stupid. Yeah. 
Yeah, I mean... It's like, it's like an accounting degree from Harvard or from yeah. Mankato State University. It's a fucking accounting degree. Like, nobody <laughs> cares. Yeah, I mean, and that's just it. Like, you know, um, and like, you know, through my travels, like, there's tons of people from, like, local gyms who are, who are very dedicated practitioners and are very good. Um, so it's just like, um, you know, obviously, you know, I mean, there's that saying, like, iron sharpens iron. And I think there's some truth to that. But at the same time, like, you know, uh, dedication and hard work, you know, overall. Um, if you are like a dedicated student and like you, and the, the other part of it is like you bring up your people, right? Um, so like coming to M theory from where I was like M theory is like a big, like, like if my school that I came from was like bigger and like had like more competitors, um, like, you know, I think it would be very similar to M theory, like definitely like the way Ish runs things. Um, and the, the, the intensity of the roles, like I wasn't like, Oh God, you guys are. I was like, you guys are really good. Like, I understood you guys were like, like a lot of the black ones were really good, but I wasn't like, oh yeah, like they roll too hard or like, oh wow, this is like really serious. I was like, yeah, this is this is pretty much like what I expected. Like, not this a, is what I was looking for. Not so. a big contrast in cultures. Yeah, I mean, dude, like you know, I was from like yeah, like everyone like where I was like rolled hard and like, but like hard is like the like we rolled intense, right? Like no yep. one. They were not like, oh, I want to win and break you. <laughs> it was like, yeah, we're gonna we're gonna be intense, but like we're gonna be friends after, and like we'll help each other out, and like that's you know, that's, to me, that's kind of like what happens, like at M theory and like in Prairie, like it's just kind of like, yeah. You use the Danaher's as an, ex- as an example, but do you think like the quote unquote notable lineage getting like a black belt from a quote unquote notable lineage is as much a like a marketing thing? If I was to then go and open my own school, it's going to brand well on my website. Or do you think there is still a cut above in terms of like quality and execution? Uh, I think, I think the the branding from a um, a notable name. I think that's like a like an like a like an in culture thing. Like I think that it'll have like a weight of like oh I know who that person is or like. Um, so, like, you know, when um, Gordon Ryan starts giving out, like, black belts or something like that, like, that would be, like, a notable thing and stuff like that. But So, it's um, you, get, you get to sound cool at parties. Yeah, you get to sound okay. cool at parties. And, it, you know, it probably has some weight to it, too, right? Like, you're probably going to, like, have, like, a good skill set. But, like, at the same time, like, so here's, the, like, the, what you say marketing, right? Um, dude, I don't know if, like, white belts are, like, all right, well, let me look up. The, the best jujitsu like champions and like let's see where their schools are you know what I mean I think it's like sure. oh this one's pretty close like, <laughs> yeah, right. like yeah for two hundred a month I'm gonna pick the one that's closest yeah, to me right um, it's it's, probably, it's also sort of like they wouldn't be you know on YouTube looking up Squid Guard because yeah. they wouldn't know the terminology you don't know the yeah. names of the people either you're not in the culture yet really yeah um, and to me, like looking, like, as far as like looking up, like if you were like, if you knew you were going to like you're a competitive person, right. Cause there are people that come in to just being like, I'm going to be competitor, which is totally cool. Like, actually, I think it's really good if you have like uh, a clear goal of why you want jujitsu and whether you change that goal is totally up to you. Um, but like, if you have a clear goal, it's like, yeah, then you like, you look up and do your research and get your feel like, yeah, you should you know like, all right, well, this school is like more competitive. Like, look, they post their competitions and stuff like that. But, um, yeah, I don't know. I feel like marketing juicy school is more like, you know, like, like train with us, like improve self-confidence, your ideal weight. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. I think it's like more <laughs> like try something new um, or, like, you know, the kids. Like, yeah. Like for the kids, like, you know, like, oh my God, can you imagine like kids classes, kids classes are like a whole new, like that's another podcast. <laughs> um, 
But yeah, kids' class is like, can you imagine being like, oh, well, I want my kid to go to this world champion school. It's like, bro, like, kids' classes are mostly <laughs> telling your kid to line up and be quiet. Like, <laughs> Fix your belt. Tie your belt. Life, life, yeah. life skills, right? Like, Le- just kind of like. Legs folded. Crisscross applesauce. Like, I need to work with your partner. I need you to pay attention for like five minutes, Tommy, please. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Just like listen to me for two seconds. Push um, up wall. Oh my God. Push up. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, kids' classes are different. But um, yeah, I think um, if you had to ask me like what I think like the biggest thing is, I would say it would be like the two things I would be. Uh, your br- I would say your branding because like with social media and stuff like that and YouTube and all that, um, I think if you put out content that like novices would like possibly look up and like, you know, you have like some sort of connection to that possibly, right. You have to be in the area too. Um, like that has like some weight to it. So like, you know, you, you're, you're known for your, your knowledge and your coaching ability. I think that has some weight to it in recent years that's changed. And the other thing would be like your comp like your competition. Like if you're like, if you're, if you've got like, I don't know, like third at pans, you know, second at pans or like, you know, you have like this, like title under you. Like I think that like like if someone just came on and saw that on your website or your Instagram or whatever, I think that would be like, oh okay, like add some like legitimacy, right? Like you're like True. you're able to execute this in competition. So yeah, but I don't know. Overall I think most people are just kind of like I watched the UFC. <laughs> like, yeah. And also, they, they, like, jujitsu near me hit that into Google. Yeah. And that's oh, how it's you definitely choose. like jujitsu near me. Yeah. And then, like, I don't know, like, Google reviews, right? Like, it's like the other thing. Like, right? It's like a, it's like a normal marketing thing, right? It's right. like, you know, like, once you get in it, yeah, you realize, like, there's more to it. But, like, I don't know. If you're just starting off, I think, literally, I think it's going to be, like, your Google reviews and, like, your location and, like, your pricing. Yep. Or what your buddy told you to go to. Or exactly, word of mouth. Seems like a strong word of mouth community. Yeah, I landed at M Theory because a buddy of mine, we had gone back and forth and several different extended text interactions about which gym, you know, should I go to, you know, because I'm a stone's throw, as they say, from several really good options. Like Plymouth is a good spot to be if you don't mind a 10, 15 minute drive to a jiu-jitsu gym, you know. And eventually he just said... uh, Something like, and this is a cat who's been to a bunch of different gyms, a lot of positive things to say about a lot of places. And I think he was mostly just sick of my shit. Like, shut up and join a gym. Yeah. We've all been on the other side of that conversation, too. Just go do it, bro. Just yeah. do it. Do it. And he said something like, if you want to be a savage, go to M-Theory. Yeah. And it happens to be the closest to where I live, too. Yeah. So I replied, well, I don't, but I'll go to M-Theory. Yeah. <laughs> um, I was just really fortunate when we moved. We moved to St. Louis Park, and M-Theory is like a like four-minute drive. Yeah. Um, and it's funny. Like, I just went there. Uh, like, I, I looked up before. So, like, right, like, I had I, – I was a black belt, like, going to a place. So, like, I did, like, a little research, and, like, I was like, oh, yeah, these guys are, like, really good. Like, you know, these guys have, like, some, like, competition stuff like that. So, I actually was nervous. I was like, oh, like, I don't know the culture of the school, right? I was like, I am not a competitive black belt, but like I like to train, I like to train hard. You know what I mean? I like to learn new things. I'm trying to progress myself, get better. But like, I was like, man, if this is like a hardcore competitive school and stuff like that. And like, I would say M theory is, but like it doesn't, we're accepting of like all cultures, but like you don't know, right? Like you don't know how accepting the school is going to be. And so. I would uh, assume if, if like I've kind of got the vibe that a place was, was loaded with like highly competitive, higher belts. 
right. I would expect to walk in and see that. Yeah, and no. You, you do, but it pervades. It does not pervade the room. Like there's yeah. there's a wide variety of demographics and interests yeah. and whatnot there. Um. So yeah, like I went and like everyone was super nice. Like I said, the training was the training was good. It was hard, but like it was like the good hard. Um. Yeah, everyone just seemed really nice and welcoming, and I was like, all right, like yeah, I'll, I'll just fucking do this. Yeah. Dude, and man, then we'll and then also like right and also there's that word of mouth thing where like you know I kind of like put my feelers out. And someone was like, oh, yeah, like that that school is like competitive. And I was like, all right. God, I, I'm so out of place. That's Am I crazy? I feel like Corey, um, Black Belt Corey, mm-hmm. I think he showed when he was moving back to Minnesota, I think he chose like that area based around the gym. Like he, that's where he decided to find a job and buy a house and stuff. Yeah, because he was close to M3. <laughs> I could be, I could be off. It's a good story, move. But I save, so. save on commute. Well, I mean, like to me, that's just like a priority is like I definitely um, have not taken jobs because I was like, oh, well, I won't be able to train yeah. <laughs> and like training is very important to me. So I would rather not take a job where I have to work like all these evenings. Right. Um, I've quit. I've quit a job because I my lifting wasn't going well. Many, yeah. I mean, that was a youthful move in my youth, but yeah. I was like, yeah, I'll get a different job. Yeah, but at the same time, how's this? You're going to have such an internal conflict if you don't like make choices in line with your like priorities and your values. Mm-hmm. So it's like, um, so like you know, like for jiu-jitsu, it's like yeah, like this is a priority. So it's like, oh, and I've like I've definitely dated people who. Like, can't you skip a night? I'm like, this is your first and only warning. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, I am not skipping a night. Like, and they're like, well, what? I'm like, we will, we will spend time when I'm free. Like, I'm not skipping training and stuff like that. Um, and like now, now, you know, I have a partner. So now if he's like, oh, like, can we miss a night? Because like, it's really important to me to do this. Like, he's worked his way in, right? He put right. in the times so now. And he knows, like, it's important to me. So when he asks, he knows, like, oh, like, I know this is like inconvenient for you and I know you really like this, but like, this is really important to me. And like, we're in a committed relationship. So it's like, yes, I will do this for you. But like, you know, like that was down the line, not like dating some like other dude where it's just kind of like, Oh, but like we should hang out. It's like, that's great. <laughs> well, and, and, uh, he, he was at the, the IGF fundraiser, right? Yeah. He oh, was, he's, he Such was, good, he yeah. showed up this weekend for the jujitsu, you know, so it's, yeah. it's that give and take, like, I'm going to, I'm going to be there for part of your yeah. deal. And- um, well actually, you know, so part of it is I think, um, you know, he, he, he really likes that I do this. Um, like he, he does like martial arts. He doesn't train, he trained jujitsu for a little bit. Um, I'm kind of like, like kind of sneakily being like, you like cardio, you should do Muay Thai. Um, <laughs> but, um, yeah, he, he likes, like, combat sports and stuff like that. And, like, sometimes, like, you know, depending on... He'll be like, he'll be like do you know how to do this move? And I'll be like, that's a weird move. Like, <laughs> I'll be like... And he'll be like, oh, look at this knockout. Like, that is a sick knockout. You know what I mean? <laughs> so, like, he, he's into it. Like, he likes watching fights. Um, you know, he like he met tons of people from the gym. He likes everyone. Uh, I mean, the gym's really a bunch of good people. But, um, yeah, he's... Uh, it, no, it's he, as he, much he, a common ground as it yeah, might so, be like, a Yeah, so, like, it's one of those things where it's not like I'm bringing him to, like, like oh, we're going to go to the opera. Yeah. And it's like... <laughs> and he's just kind of like, what am I doing here? Like, <laughs> like, he's like, you know, it's a bunch of interesting people, and he gets to watch fights, and he's like... You know, he, he enjoyed, like, watching the fights. He was like, yeah, he's like, it's crazy. Like, some of the takedowns, he's like, yo, you know, mm-hmm. he'll, like, talk to me about it. I'm mm-hmm. like, yeah, it's really cool, so... Who's the first person you rolled with when you came to M3? Do you remember? Oh, my God. So... Like, um, if we're, I mean, you know, if you're local and you know these people, you're like, you stayed. So mind, mind <laughs> you, I moved during a pandemic, right? So like I had been training in New Jersey, but like New Jersey was closed. Um, so I've been training, I was training like 
three times a week with some upper belts and like not super aggressive. We're working our techniques. So like I, I'm out of sh- like I was out of shape. Like let's just get like that. Like I was like not in great shape. Um, I go there and I believe <laughs> my first role, I believe it went Ryan Potabom, Marcus Bedore, and then Hayden Buckner. Oh my God. Um, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'm a black belt, so it was just kind of like, you know, it's not like they're going to be like, here's this, like, here's Ka. Like, <laughs> like, right. yeah, yeah, yeah. so, you know, I literally just like got like three lines and like, I, I feel like I got like run over, but like. I don't know, like, you know, you don't get a black belt by, like, not getting, like, the shit beat out of you sometimes. And I was just like, all right, well, that was good. Came back. Um, <laughs> yeah. Um, Ryan Dixon was like, oh, man, they're going to, like, try to eat him. And they did. Um, but, yeah, like like I said, like, I was kind of used to the intensity. And, like, sure. I understood they were good. And the thing is, like, right, like, I knew, I recognized that they were good and had good technique. And I was like, oh, I want to be like this, too. Like, I want to have this. Um, so I was like, yeah, I was like, you know, it's like you just kind of. The whole thing, you know, you gotta put your ego away and be like, all right, like, like, well, this is my goal. And like, yeah, like, it doesn't feel good right now, but like, you gotta just, you have to kind of accept it, right? And you're just like, all right, well, I'm gonna keep coming. So. Well, when did you, you teaching some classes and stuff, when did you start that? Teaching classes? Seems like you, you kind of jumped right into the place, it seems like, huh? Oh, yeah. Well, um, so when I moved here, um, so I, I'm a physical therapist by profession, but um, uh, so I primarily specialize in pediatrics. Um, Oh, yeah, sure. Just no problem. Um, I primarily specialize in pediatrics. So um, pediatrics in New Jersey is, uh, there's like a lot of it. And pediatrics in Minnesota, it seemed like there wasn't as much. Also, again, we were coming out of like the pandemic. Um, so I, I had like difficulty finding the job I kind of wanted. Because like the other thing is like you, not that you pigeonhole yourself, you kind of, but like I'm specialized in pediatric disabilities. So like, you know, applying for like an orthopedic job or like, uh, like a rehab job. Like I don't, I don't have that background. Like they would look at my resume and be like, you've never worked here before. I'm like, you know, it's like one of those things where it's like, yeah, but like, how do you, you know, I want experience, you know? So, um, so yeah. Um, so it was just kind of tough, uh, finding like a pediatric job. Um, that like kind of suited me because I mostly, I actually like, I mostly work with like babies in home care and I work with like school age, um, kids and teens with disabilities like that was like primarily like what i worked in um and there just isn't that big of a market here also you guys do early intervention way different than new jersey does early intervention early is like with babies at the home mm-hmm. yeah tell, tell so, me about that yeah um so yeah early intervention is um at least in new jersey was zero to three i believe it's similar here and you go to the home or like other kind of like you know natural kind of like habitat we'll say um and then you like just work on different skills. So like primarily, I would work on um, crawling and uh, crawling and walking were like the bigger ones. But like if you if your child had a developmental disability, I might be called early to work on head control. Like the like I worked with like um, a three month old baby. Like that was like the youngest I had. And like you work on like head control and stuff like that. And like this seems super high pressure. Like I'm really oh, see, it's so funny because like I like doing it. Um, yeah, yeah, it was just like sure. it was so funny because like it's like tricky, but at the same time like. I don't know. I mean, there's like a saying, like, if it, you know, if it, if your treatment doesn't work, it's assessment. <laughs> like, um, so yeah, no, I really enjoyed it. Um, I hope to continue it here. It's just like your, the system is not necessarily like, so here you guys do your early intervention a lot through your school systems, or at least this is what I've been told. Um, and then, so school systems jobs are like very sacred, especially for, um, typically for like working moms who are like, oh man, I can be, I can work this hours, be home for my kids and stuff like that. So it's actually like a very 
hard job to get. So like when I worked in the school system, I worked at a school for children with disabilities, children and teens with disabilities. So like that was like a hard job, right? I'm like lifting like, you know, kids and teens out of wheelchairs, dealing with behaviors and stuff like that. So like it wasn't like, you know, as pristine as like what people wanted. Um, so like that job I could get. <laughs> sure. It- but... You, you ever work with uh, like spinal cord injury related stuff? Um, not a ton. So that's not so that's usually an acquired injury. So I usually work with um, individuals with um, um, developmental disabilities. So like usually things from birth. Occasionally some like traumatic brain injury type things. Sure. Um, but usually like you know a lot of the people I worked with, um, they they like whatever their disability was, they, they've had it since birth or like shortly after. So. Um, so is, it, is there a, like a significant medical distinction between the two? Like this is acquired later in life and this is something that you were born with or developed immediately after birth. Is there like, I mean, are those like two different things scientifically? They, they so are, to speak? but I mean, I guess it's more for like insurance, right? I'm okay. like, in, like for, it's so funny. I think when I started, I was like, what's the diagnosis? What's the diagnosis? And now I'm like, what is like, <laughs> like what is this person like? You know what I mean? So it's sure. kind of like, oh, like you kind of learn like, all right, well, like it kind of helps. So like I know if you have like a lower spinal cord injury, like I understand like kind of what the areas would affect. Just like if I work with a child with um, cerebral palsy, like, you know, if, and depending on like what their diagnosis is, like they could be quadriplegic cerebral palsy or like hemiplegic. I could be like, okay, like. You know, I'm like, I have a gross idea of what that looks like. But then you have to get to know the child or the teen and just be like, okay, well, this is what you actually like are. Like, this is you as a person. Yeah. Um, The social cognitive elements um, of recovery from anything. Yeah. And same thing with like working with individuals with autism. Like, you know, it's like, that is such a, like, (laughs) like. It's kind of a pun, but like that's such a spectrum. <laughs> like, right. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Where yeah. it's like, you know, you can have individuals who are very high functioning or, or, or low need, like low assistance, and you have individuals who are very high assistance. And it's like, you both have autism. You know what I mean? Right. It's just kind of like, but like, you know, it, you know, it's so funny because it's just like, it's just like people, right? Like you have people, like they can be like so different, and it's just kind of like, I don't know. Everyone feels like a spectrum. Yeah, everyone feels like a spectrum. Yeah. yeah. And so, like, kind of once you get over, like, the categorization, at least in my book, it was just kind of like, you know, it kind of helped you kind of, like, put your mind, like, look, like, kind of like what you're looking for to, like, uh, like help the person. But, like, it didn't, like, oh, well, you have this, so we must be doing this. It was like, all right, like, okay, you like unicorns? All right, so uh, I'm going to play this game. I right. need you to get the... I need you to reach and put this ring on the on the unicorn horn. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm, it's like, mm-hmm. you know, you're still an eight year old girl, <laughs> like, right. and you and you like this stuff. So, are you working in it now? Uh, no. Um, so that's kind of like, so yeah, this has been a really weird year for me because um, I I don't like I I don't um, here I I've I covered a maternity leave, and for a few months, and then I did remote for two months as well. But I haven't really had a long-standing physical therapy job here. I've applied to a bunch of places, but I think just because, uh, again, we're coming out of the pandemic, so I think people who got let go were coming back to it. Yeah. Um, and also, um, you have a lot of good hospitals here, but I technically don't have hospital-based background. I'm mostly school and early intervention. Sure. So I think, like, you know, when they're hiring somebody, if I don't have the qualifications. But, yeah, it's been interesting, definitely. I mean, I'll be honest, like, it kind of, like, like fucked with me for a little bit. I was sure, like, yeah, yeah. right. You go through the, like, it's me. Like, why am I not good enough? Right. right. You go through that. Right. Um, but, um, you know, it's been, it's been a blessing. My partner has been super supportive. Like he knows, like I tried. And then 
when I started doing more teaching and stuff like that, he was supportive of that too. Um, so now it's interesting that like I've kind of um, really dove into being like a teammate, like a training partner and like a coach. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's, it's good, right? Like it's like, I, like I enjoy it. It's just, um, right. The way I would describe it is like, it wasn't like, if you're like two years ago, Greg, here's right. what's going to happen. I'd be like, what are you fucking talking Th- about? That would, that would feel Who like. Who moves to Minnesota? Like, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> like, and like, and like, where's a gi to a tournament to be a warm up buddy? Like, yeah, it, it yeah, yeah, like, exactly. Like so childish. like, yeah, so this past one, like I was like, we have a lot of people and like some of them are high level. I'm like, all right. And I've trained with everyone. Right. So I was like, oh, well, like, you know, I'm just going to bring stuff and like, I'll help people warm up. You know what I mean? And then mm-hmm. I was there the next day, like cornering some people. Um, yeah. And like, I've been a training partner for a lot more like MMA camps and stuff like that. Like I did yeah. that at home sometimes, but not to the extent like I've done it here. Like right. I'm familiar with a lot of stuff, but like definitely here I was like, you know, I'm like kind of with like a, like a small MMA group in the morning, like getting right. punched in the face. Right. And it's just like, right. That's kind of analogous to a little bit of the 2020 impact on me is like suddenly I had all this time to do all these other <laughs> yeah. sort of like, it doesn't feel like grown up stuff. It's not like a job that I've punched into and I'm being yeah. the responsible adult, but I'm having fun doing it. Yeah. Yeah. And that was, that was kind of a mental struggle for me. Cause it's like, right. You have your, right. You have your, um, like you have your kind of like your internal compass of like what makes you happy and like your yep. values. But then you also have like, your social expectations, right? Like I, like I need to be a productive member of society. Like, and I have to have this professional job and like, I need to, you know, you have like those like kind of social expectations and like kind of working through those, um, was a challenge for me. Like I was like, I was like, how, like, I'm like, no one's going to hire me. I'm not a good physical therapist. Like I'm not. And like, that's not, I, I still struggle with it a little bit sometimes. Like I have, you right. You have your good and your bad days, but like now it's like, okay, well, you know, I'm still being a good person, right? I'm helping my friends. Like, I'm helping people when I can. Um, you know, I still kind of, like, read some PT literature. Like, you know what I mean? It's like, yeah, I'm not actually practicing, but that might change. Like, you know, I'm kind of, like, a, I'm trying to be, like, kinder to myself, like, in some aspects of that. And, like, you know, truth is, like, I do, I do enjoy, like, what I do. You know what I mean? Right. Like, it's like, and I was like, you know what? And, like, that kind of was, like, helped me get over that hump. I was like, sure. I was like, well, I do, I do like helping people. And so teaching is kind of like a form of helping. So like, that's kind of what got me over that hump. And I was like, all right, I do help. And you know, I'm always, I'm a really big component of like, you should give back to the community that gave to you. Mm-hmm. So like, you know, I'm like, all right, I'm, you know, like, I think like, you know, we, like before I was a teacher, like if you guys would roll with me, like I would always be like, Hey, you did a really good job with this. Like, here's what I was thinking. Like when I roll with you, you might want to work on this. You know what I mean? I wasn't like beat you later. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, <laughs> So like, I'm a big component. Like, yeah, you should, like you know, if you want like a good team or a good school, like you gotta you gotta put in the time. Like you can't just like expect to be like that hammer that people are like fuck. Like you need no, you need to like help people. Like you need to be like, hey, like this is a mistake you're doing, or like I'm, you know, you have to you have to give back. I so. I, I've joked with a few people about how I hate rolling with Greg because he's such a bully, <laughs> and they're like, what do you mean? I said, oh, we rolled, and he kept saying stuff like, oh, you're doing really good, and, you know, hey, that was close, and here's how you can do that better. And I'm like, you know, fuck you, Greg. <laughs> you know, Mr. Fucking Helpful. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to pull half a poly here, and I got two contacts for you. Because okay. I'm sort of adjacent and know a lot of people in different areas. Okay. Uh, one that I think is just a good person to get in contact with because she's connected to the St. David school, you you're familiar with that? I'm not familiar with that. Okay. One. This is, that's a good one for you. Okay. A lot, a lot of autism and, and those type of programs. Okay, and she's, yeah. she's like, 
higher up, like a program director. It's a client of mine. And then my buddy Josh's gym, Fit for Recovery. Okay. They do activity-based therapy with um, uh, spinal cord injury folks. Okay. And it expands out from there, other sort of uh, neuro-related things. But I'm going to put you in contact with both of them. Yeah, and I appreciate that. that, Yeah. If Um, nothing else, it gets you in the door with people that they know. And then they know, you know. Uh, the one thing that kind of has been like the opening thing and like I'm kind of open to is um, right. So like I have like like you know I'm kind of I also realize like I like I'm probably I'm a decent physical therapist. Like I probably it's just like the situation that like kind of mm-hmm. sucks. So yeah, yeah. it'd be interesting because I know everyone's like a, a very you know structured physical therapist role, but it's like man, there's a lot of roles that like having a physical therapist in it like could like really help and stuff like mm-hmm. that. So I'm I'm like definitely open to like you know, kind of like other stuff too. Like that's definitely like kind of like one of the takeaways I've had this. It's like, well, like, <laughs> you know, fuck it. Like as long as you're having fun and you're like, you're, you know, cause like one of my core, I guess like I say my core values, right. I have, um, you know, I'm very, I'm very like, oh, okay, you need to like look inside. Like I'm very like one of those. Um, and he, one thing is like, yeah, like I'm someone who likes to help people. And like, this is like something I want to do and I make sure I do it and like be kind. And it's just like, so as long as I'm doing those things, I think I, I've, I've, how's this? When I've ever done those things, I've never like not been happy. Right. Um, so, and it's, it's a matter of saying, okay, maybe I need to broaden my perspective. Yeah. And on... like, yeah. And that's like where the social thing like gets you. You're like, I need to be this and I need to do this. And it's like, and then you're kind of like, well, <laughs> no, what like, else? Especially again at the 2020 thing is yeah. you're sort of forced to confront it. Well, okay, maybe I need to redefine my oh, terms yeah. a little oh, bit. Yeah. Forced to confront is a very good term. Yeah, same <laughs> yeah, as a matter of fact like, oh. same so but um yeah when so when did you move here was it exactly a year ago a uh, little little over a year ago a i moved year. here in the beginning of october okay so now that we're in the beginning of december i guess it's a year and two months and i've thoroughly like borrowed and embezzled myself into embezzled and uh, into the into like embedded. embedded embedded thank you i was like thought i was like i did not take money uh <laughs> i tried everyone um but uh yeah into like the the martial art community because you know the one thing is like right like so you know i'm i'm like i was like you know we just talked about how i was looking for a job um so like you know i you know i moved here i like didn't have friends i just had my partner um and i had like jujitsu and muay thai and it was just like all right well like, this is, like, this is it. Like, this is what I do. And so I was just, like, like I said, everyone was super nice and welcoming. Um, so, you know, it's been it's been a ride. It's been a good ride, though. You compete in, in uh, Muay Thai? I do not compete in Muay Thai. Good. Me neither. Polly, you compete in Muay Thai? No, sir. Good. No. Fuck that shit. You compete in uh, Jiu-Jitsu? Uh, I have you, not competed in a very long time. You have, though? I have. When, when, when did you compete last? Oh, gosh. Um, I was probably, like, like, like. I would guess around like six years ago, maybe seven. Competed as a purple belt. How'd it go? Uh, so oddly, the um, <laughs> the last the last two purple belt competitions I did, um, I think I did like I did I did a nogi tournament. It was like it was like a relatively big one, and I did I did okay. I didn't like medal or anything like that, but like I had good matches and I was happy with that. And then the I, I think it's the second to last one I do uh, I did. It was a gi tournament, and it was the only competition I did where I actually got a gold medal. Like nice. all the competitions before that, never. I got medals, like maybe like a bronze, but like this is a. It was actually the one that I won, and it was like the second to last one. I was like, yeah, I'm done. Sure. Um, Paulie, how many medals you got? Zero. Yeah, same here. So hey, look at you. Oh, thank you. Most people don't have medals and shit, so, so it's fantastic. Thank you. 
there is a really um i don't know it's somewhere like in like the interwebs but one of my first competitions i'm like a huh i'm telling Polly to uh, look this up as oh you're yeah i don't know wh- i don't know where it is um i feel like <laughs> i don't know maybe it's a facebook dive i don't even know but i know there's a picture and i got second in nogi and it's like me like a hundred and like I don't know, like forty pounds in like a baggy rash guard, and then it's like Jack Diesel dude in first, Jack Diesel dude in third, and it's like, <laughs> and I was, and I remember looking at and being like, being like, I don't like this, and everyone's like, but you got second. I was like, I don't like that. <laughs> <laughs> Doesn't sell well in. Doesn't the sell well, yeah. yeah. Um, I I don't even know if it's on Facebook. Sorry, I don't want to. I just know a picture was taken because I remember seeing it on someone's phone and being like, Ooh, Ooh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, no desire to compete, just not your thing. Um, yeah, I guess like, oh man, that's kind of like, I mean, Mm, are we, are we diving into this? Sure. Go, let's go. So, I mean, yeah. So like part of it is like no desire and like through, through like, you know, like introspection, like part of it is I've, um, this isn't bad, right? It's just what it is, but I don't have it. Um, I kind of like lost touch with like, kind of like my like my dark side, like my conqueror side and stuff like that. And so I think you need that to like pull a trigger and like go in competition. Um, and so that's kind of like something like, so like that hunger when people talk about, like, mm-hmm. um, you know, it's, it's, it's a struggle. Like, you know, I might have like a, like, I don't know, like a, like a tinge like here and there, but like, it's, it's not sustainable. It's not like, like it, it passes very quickly. Yeah. Um, I'm just the the like, thing that would push you to roll for three hours every Saturday and all yeah. that stuff isn't there. Well, see, I would do that normally, but the idea of like doing the competition is like where I'm just like, oh, like okay. weight cutting and like the pressure. And I'm sure, just like, sure. And then also, you know, like straight up, like part of it is like, um, you know, like confidence issues, being a bit of a perfectionist sometimes. Like, you know, I have these tendencies where it's like, and also, um, I fully admit, I think I have a skewed view of competition. Like, and like, you know, it's something like I I deal with, but it's like, to me, like a competition is very black and white. Um, and I understand like for people, it's not like some people they use as a growth experience and stuff like that. For me, like the definition of a competition is like you, you go to it to win. You know what I mean? Or you sure. try to win. And I understand, like, you know, I'm fully open to it. And, like, I totally, many people are like, yeah, it was a good experience. And I would never, you know, I always commend anyone who's just, like, willing to, like, fucking, like, you know, fucking, you know, pull together and go out there. Like, on the mat, in the cage, in the ring. I'm just like, dude, you are a warrior. I am proud of you no matter what happens. Like, you put in the work. Um, but, yeah, I think it's something kind of, like, again, like, being, like, having some perfection tendencies and, like, you know, some issues with, like, confidence and comparing myself to others. I think it's, like you know what I mean? Like, it's like kind of hard. Um, but yeah, I think it's like kind of a mix of those kind of things. I mean, like, I don't know. It, it is what it is, but like, you know, part of it is also like, you know, it's just that drive. Right. Um, like I think, you know, I think, uh, competitors like probably compare themselves a lot, probably, you know, maybe even more. Right. But they have that drive to like over kind of, but for me, I don't know. It's just not something I was like, like I enjoy training and you know what, you know what kind of gets to me is like, when you think about competition, like I'll be like, like, right, I, I tell you, I get that twin or sometimes I'm like, oh man, like that'd be kind of cool. But then like I'm rolling and I'm like, oh, I really just want to get this knee cut better. <laughs> you know what I mean? Sure, I, like, sure. I kind of go back to the technique and the art and I'm like, oh, I would rather just like spend like time doing this and stuff like that. So I don't know. Um, you want to paint paintings. You don't want to sell paintings. Yeah. I guess it's kind of a good like analogy. Like, and the thing is like, I'm not against competition. Um, like at all. Like I think if you're 
dude, if you, if you want to go for it, like all, like all for it. Um, yeah, I'll help you out with it. But like, yeah, like, um, right. And like, so I guess going back to it, right. This is going to be a recurring theme in like, you know, the, (laughs) in like Greg's lectures, but like, you know, one of the things I had to come to terms with, because, right, I had, like, this issue, because, like, right, jiu-jitsu culture, right, in general, like, kind of has, like, a like a, like a competition, like, you know, mm-hmm. kind of be good theme. Like, whether or not, like, your school is good, like, the culture itself, right, because we, like, like, who do you look up to? The competitors. Like, you know what I mean? Only until recently do we have, like, people who are, like, more coach, like, coach, kind of, like, media people, right? That's, like, a relatively recent development in, like, the jiu-jitsu community, but, like, for the most part, it's like, oh man, this dude's a savage, right? You look up to the competitors. And so, um, and like in general, like, you know, people who, oh my God, is this it? It's not the, oh, it's not the same one, but. Yeah. There he is, getting the am hand I, am, I, am I small? I'm generally, like, so small. like. small. Yeah, I mean, so like for, for people just... who don't know me, I'm like arguably like five 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 six and like. 160 pounds. So you're 5'4", 155? Stop, no. Oh, okay. Not 5'4". <laughs> Stop. Um, no, but to the, to the an earlier point, like you're clearly transitioning to a different layer for the impact that you would have. Yeah. You're the, the coach on scene, you're the warm-up guy, you're, you're there for your teammates, so to yeah, speak. Yeah, and that's what, and like, you know, like that's what, um, I don't know, um, like gives me energy. Does that make sense? Like, yeah, it like, does, I, like, I've, like I've done competitions and they're draining. Like, you know what I mean? I had to like, how's this? Like one of the, one of the big hits in the face where like we talked about like that last purple belt competition, like I won. Um, I would say I was probably like, and don't get me wrong. Like I would, I'd be upset if like I like, you know, like if I lost or something like that, I'd be like, oh man, I feel like a loser, a failure. Like I wish I did better. These other guys look way more upset. Is this the one? Uh, that's the purple belt one. No, it's a nogi photo, Paul. It's a no, yeah, yeah, it's a nogi photo, and I look like a child next to like two bodybuilders. <laughs> um, and then what was what was I saying? Something about yeah, you're not energized. By yeah, and then so I did the last um like my key competition, the one that Paul found the picture of, and I won. And like I like went through like a really bad like imposter syndrome, and mm-hmm. I was and it's crazy because right like. Dude, you fucking won, and like you're like you're like you're not getting anything out of it. Like, why did you work that hard? And so, you know, that was kind of like an eye-opening thing where it's like, oh, like, so I'm not happy if I win, not happy if I lose. Like, you know what I mean? Right. It's kind of like, um, and I get it. Like, you know, and it's just like, you know, like, is the juice worth the squeeze? And I was like, oh, I like training. I like helping people. Like, I really, I want to get better at the art. And like. I do think, you know, like maybe one day I will compete, right? I'm not saying I'll never compete again, but like maybe I think it would have to be like, I have to be in the mindset of like, you know, I need to see this work on somebody. Like I have to have that craving, but like right now, like, dude, we have a bunch of savages (laughs) and like, it's like, oh man, like this shit don't work. (laughs) Well, and I can, I can relate with the sentiment because I've, I've, been highly competitive, very frequently competitive in a bunch of avenues and I'm fully over it. Yeah. But being over it was transitioning to more of a coach, uh, slash teammate type role, much like you've kind of described. Yeah. And just, um, right. I think part of it was like, just kind of coming to terms. And the one thing that was hard is like my friends I grew up with, like they were good competitors. Like they were very good. Part of it is like, that's what I compared myself to. Like they were like winning the gold medals and I was not winning the gold medals. And I was like, Oh my God, like what's wrong with me? Um, you know, I think for a while, um, you know, jiu was very dark for me. Like it definitely like did it high, it definitely shown like some like not so like nice sides of me, but you grow through it. Right. So like I made it through, like, I'm still like, 
you know, I made it, I'm like, I'm still practicing and I still enjoy it. Um, you know, still love it. I'm still like, I'm still like, Oh wait, well, let's look at that technique. You know what I mean? Or like, what mm-hmm. would you do here? Mm-hmm. Um, like it's usually like one of the things like I love doing is like me and Hayden, um, will like, just like, you know, just like be after like, what do you think about this? I'm like, show me, you know what I mean? Right. We like problem solve and like, this is super fun. Yeah. You know what I mean? That so. is the, the enjoyable part of yeah, right? training so, like, jujitsu for sure. That's what I like. Um, yeah, I like like trying new moves out and like figuring out how to get them to work against different people and stuff. Like, yeah, um, and it just I don't know. It's like like I said, it's not as like draining, like for me because like I I never felt empowered after a tournament. Like I was like you kind of have like a maybe a good feeling for like a little bit. Like yeah, like I won, but like yeah, but like but like after right, you have to like like you know you're just like oh like you know I was like oh man like I'm really not that good. You know what I mean? Like I think like, there's actually, actually a term for. Not imposter syndrome, but a term for somebody going and competing and let's say even winning and doing well. And then there's that like downshift psychologically yeah. afterwards. I'm trying to think if it's like an industry in, in psychology term yeah. for it. But it, I've heard enough people in enough different athletic endeavors talk about how like, yeah, it was like the the whole point of the last nine months. And I felt better than I've had have in a long time. And this was yeah. my key chief interest. And then. For two weeks afterward, I was like in the dumps. Yeah. Yeah. You know? Yeah. It's. I mean, yeah, that was definitely real. And then, you know, even if I did well, like sometimes, like I would get like a second place, and like that was still like, I was like, oh man, you know what I mean? It's just like, man, like I don't know. It's just like one of those things where, you know, you're kind of like, <laughs> like something that you do voluntarily should not necessarily bring you this much distress, especially if you're like doing good. So. You know, like like I said, maybe I'll do it one day. Like, well, I'll compete again one day. But um, I don't know. I so far I've definitely enjoyed kind of like my recent decisions with like my jujitsu martial arts path. Like I do. Like I like I like helping people get better. I like learning. Um, yeah. Like I don't know. Not like upset with it. So. Is Love Actually your favorite movie? Love Actually is not my. It's not my favorite movie. <laughs> However, um, you know, it is. It is. You know. To me, the distinctly better rom-com of the Christmas cinemas. So, <laughs> everyone should go watch it. Uh, it's a whole genre that I don't know anything about. What's another rom-com of the Christmas cinemas? Oh, the one where Polly one was what talking was about <laughs> before. Um, so, like Hallmark Channel has like hundreds of them. Like, this is the meme where it's. Yeah. Have you seen that? Where it's like forty of the like the DVD cover pictures oh yeah for like it's and it's all different movies but the, it may as well be the same damn picture yeah. like red sweatshirt green sweatshirt fireplace yeah um i'm assuming that by and large those movies the movies themselves are actually that way too just the same as the last thing just with yeah, a different right. pretty it's just blonde. like a, there's updated versions i mean like so like it's like one of those things like so love actually i think just has a lot of different like flavors to it and it's like a feel-good movie um and to me it's like the like the classic or the pinnacle one, right? Like, I'm sure there's other really good ones, but like you said, like, dude, I mean, you're not watching. Like, you have your favorite with, like, you know, this particular flavor, but, yeah, like, yeah, it's just kind of like, I'm not watching this to, like, enlighten myself. Yeah, it's right? the full like, metal jacket of Yeah, you're of kind of like, I'm Christmas watching this rom-coms. to, like, have a Christmas feel-good <laughs> moment, and, like, of course you believe in Christmas now. Like, you know what I mean? That's what... Yeah. So. What's your favorite movie? Oh, I feel like I knew you were going to ask this question. I was like, fuck, I don't that's a good answer. Tell yeah. them that it opens it up. Yeah. Um, when, when somebody ha- it just immediately says I, a movie, 
I don't trust them. Oh, I don't have your movie. Um, I will say I I love Disney movies. Yeah. I do love that. Um, I love Disney's movies. What's the last Disney movie I saw? This is a question because like, I don't know the answer. Well, but I'm trying to like, like Shrek. I saw Shrek. Is that Disney? I just think cartoons. I think so. I forget. Well, I mean, isn't like Miracle's a Disney movie? No, I don't, movie, think, I don't I think, think Shrek is Disney. Miracle? I think that Disney produced that. This is the hockey one. Yeah. I don't know where I saw that. I'm thinking of like the, I'm thinking of like the animated ones. That's what I'm the, thinking. I, I, Disney, I mean, I technically you cartoons. saw Star Wars. You saw a Disney movie now. No, I never saw Star Wars. Or does Disney have, Disney has Marvel too, right? That yeah. sounds right. Yeah. So. Ugh, that this I'm all thinking, is starting to feel gross. I'm they thinking, own everything. I'm thinking of like animated <laughs> ones. So like, um, oh my gosh, I forgot the name. Fox um, and the Hound. No. Anyway, uh, the it was a recent one. It was really good. It's about like this last dragon. Uh, I want to say it's like Rhea. There's a new one coming out, kind of like about like an enchanted, like a like a enchanted house and stuff like that. And stop it's wonderful oh no i could yeah. i can see and oh, i'm feel, excited yeah i can <laughs> yeah. see and feel how much you love it i, yeah. I like um, i honestly wish i could relate yeah actually like so like you know it's kind of cliche and like you can say what you want but like they all kind of have like kind of like a message i'm like oh like this is like good for kids to know like, you know what i mean like if you yeah. like if parents talked about it after right. be like why do you like why do you like you know why did this happen how did this make you feel i'm like yeah like some of the stuff i'm like oh yeah i kind of wish we had this conversation like when i was like seven <laughs> Like, that's like Full Metal Jacket. You ever see Full Metal Jacket? <laughs> no, I have not. You never like, saw Full Metal Jacket? I don't think so. Oh, there's a lot of life lessons in there for okay. sure. <laughs> Remember the Titans? That's a Disney movie. I almost guarantee it. Sounds right. I'll look that up. Yeah, that's the one I referenced. We're going. What? Isn't that what they? Isn't that their chant? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I didn't hear you. Sorry. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, kind of whispered it. Um. Yeah. Uh. One of my favorite, I'm getting in on conspiracy theories lately. That's healthy. Just, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Just for pure, like, low-grade entertainment when you're okay, sitting yeah, around. Right. It is, Polly? It's a Disney movie? So, okay, I've seen a few Disney movies, I guess. Um, uh, there's, a, there's a conspiracy theory that Disney made a movie called Frozen. Have you seen Frozen? Bro. Okay, so it's a big the, one. It's, it is, like, the biggest... So there's Frozen, there's Frozen 2. Um, the sequel, I would assume. Correct. Or Frozen also. Uh, no. <laughs> Deep freeze. Yeah. Uh, no, there's Frozen and Frozen 2. Um, yeah, Frozen was like, like Disney was always doing okay, but Frozen like was like just like this grand slam. Oh, like, sure. Kind of like. Blue dress. It's like a princess thing that's going Elsa. on. Okay. Yeah. Okay. That, that's it though? Okay. No, there's Anna who's another princess. Oh, okay. So, I, I mean. mean I, I didn't mean to leave It's Anna wonderful and it's got, it's got great music to it as well the score is like really nice yeah uh but the the conspiracy theory is that they made a movie called frozen so that when you google disney frozen it wouldn't come up with we froze walt disney's head information it would just you just get inundated so they did it to block people searching about walt disney is I mean, that real? No, man. It's a stupid internet oh, conspiracy I mean, theory in my, but in it's, my head, I'm it's hilarious like, <laughs> i'm like whatever i mean like yeah i mean well how's this like good on them because that movie like sold right, right? and it, like, it, if it's true good luck finding any information about frozen malt disney head oh yeah and then two they made a lot of money i'm sure yeah so. maybe that's the way to go a necessity being like we should no no none of this like let's take old fairy tales and revamp them being like what problem do we need to solve all right so there's a bunch of hookers dead so we need to make a <laughs> movie called hooks like, <laughs> like we, need to, we need to revamp hook yeah yeah 
to like redo that. There like, you go. All right. Like, yeah. So <laughs> it's like money. Um, mm-hmm. but yeah, no, Frozen is good. Frozen 2 is good as well. Mo- do most of those old fairy tales, like the Grimm brothers and whatever, and the, like, those oh, are terrifying up. fucking F- stories, oh. aren't they? Well, that was also back in the day where it's like, um, you had to keep your like kids face, out of the woods. Like you face death like yeah. much more. Right. Like, right, like, now it's, like, all right, you talk about, like, car accidents, but, like, before it was, like, plagues and robbers and, like, pillaging. They like, just right. disappear into the wood line. Yeah. You just hit uh, the trees and... Yeah, and it was just, like, yeah, I mean, like, uh, we were talking about it, like, a Hunchback Notre Dame, like, the Hunchback dies. Sorry if I'm, like, spoiler word. Um, spoiler there for a story for 200 yeah, years ago uh, or The Little Mermaid, uh, the... Um, the sis- Like, the sister, like, mermaids, like, all, like, chop off their hair and kind of, like, like cast, like, a hex spell. The uh, little red, whatever, what is it? Little red riding hood. Little riding hood. Doesn't she like eat grandma? The wolf does, right? The wolf, oh yeah, the wolf. Oh, there's a lot of wolves eating people. Yeah, well, she, but I mean, isn't there some weird deception where the kid eats grandma or something? Mm-hmm. Uh, or am I, I down I a conspiracy know. rabbit hole again? I don't know. Uh, let me be sure. I'm trying to think. If you look back at like the, the original Pinocchio, like that's a little like, like you know, with the, like it's like totally like wasted in the movie. Um, they drunk? I believe he gets drunk in the oh. movie. He's like in this like land where they try to turn the kids into like donkeys or something like that. Paul, he's all grin and he's like, oh yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> trying to think. Some of them are fucked. I don't know Aladdin too well. Um, but oh, I'm oh, assuming. No way. Oh, that they like, like in the, um, like in the movie, like the, the witch kind of like falls off a cliff. That is not how she dies. <laughs> like she's like brutally stoned to death and like borderline like skinned. <laughs> like it is like, like a witch. Like, yeah. Like yeah. by like the dwarves. Like That's it is like br- brutal. <laughs> like, it, like, so I'm it, assuming the modern Disney incarnations are not this way or not even close. You know, I do believe, I think like the stoning value just doesn't align with what the kids need these days. And I think they decided to take that out. They're probably right. Yeah. Um, also, I mean, you know, you're appealing to kids and like, I don't know, three-year-olds are like, ah, thunder. And it's like, all right, well, <laughs> this bloody scene might be a little too much for you. They have guns now. They don't need stones. <laughs> so, yeah. But. Ammo's expensive, bro. Yeah. True. I like how much you know about that. That's, that's fun. Oh, that's, yeah. That's um, your genre? That's your thing? That's my thing. It's, it's a, it's a, it's a area I enjoy. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I think I, I listened to like the Grimm a long time ago. I listened to like audio like book. I listened to like a lot of the Grimm stories. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and there's a lot of like other ones like that are just kind of like um, like crazy. There's just smaller ones. Like I remember there's this one and I was like, is this fucking for real one? It's like this girl or this girl or boy gets like an enchanted knife that can like cut through anything and like they use it like for good purposes to like you know, cut cut wood for a house and like other stuff. And <laughs> they just like fucking like decapitate people. It's just like you're mean. But like uh, the the person was like bad, right? The person was like like in, like a like a bad doer. Oh sure, or, so like, it, was, it was like a Dexter thing. They go yeah, it was vigilante. like a I get, yeah, it was like a bad doer thing. And like, yeah. but like you know, he used it for like good purposes. He's like, oh, I'm gonna like make food and like cut this wood. And then like he cuts stone. Or, oh, he cuts up like he cuts out like a stone and like tricks someone going in and then like puts a stone back in place somehow. And like just like to entomb somebody. Oh yeah. It's just like yeah, the old, the old, tombing. Um, <laughs> tombing. So he didn't like break bad. He he went full vigilante. Yeah, and it's just, and but like it's like casually just like you know this is like a fairy tale. Like this is what kids were told. <laughs> like, well, but into the lesson then 
was stay the fuck out of the woods. There's wolves and shit. Yeah. We, now, now the lesson is like you should feel good and enjoy the people around you. And whatnot. yeah, I mean, definitely after listening to a bunch of them, the common themes are like woods are woods are dangerous. Um, you know, you need to decide in the first five seconds if the woodland creature is here to help you or kill you. Um, if someone if someone is nice, do not be mean to them because it will either a karma's a bitch or b they will turn into some sort of magical creature and like curse you. Um, the last one's good. Yeah. That is good. Yeah. So be nice to nice people. Yeah. I mean that's kind of it. Like, um, and then if you're gonna write those, if you're gonna write those now, the the woodland instead of the the woods are dangerous, it would have to be like the city's dangerous. Yeah. That's where the crime is. Yeah. Unlit streets. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like you ain't gonna bump into a wolf. You are gonna bump into that meth head over there though. Yeah. That's watch out. That's a different story. <laughs> That'd be a fun fairy tale. <laughs> Okay, now we're booze with a black belt. Now, yeah, now we're booze. What do you got? Rose. Rose, yeah. Some fancy. And I got Coors. So that's like the opposite of fancy. <laughs> Which is probably on brand on both parts. But I'm more of a, I, I, I'm more of a wine person. I don't really do beer. I'm much. way down with wine, but I'm like big, heavy, dark reds. Yeah. You know, oh wow okay yeah yeah, yeah. that's the deal like this, the thing like where i probably would drink and be like oh <laughs> like this is gonna take some getting used to it's that palate thing goes back that whole palate it thing. does yeah give me advice let's say i'm just joining a gym a jujitsu gym mm -hmm. and chew that brownie first don't rush yourself mm -hmm. so i'm a day one rookie not even a white belt but i'm just joining yeah what what, what would you feel compelled to tell me um, why do you, I would, I probably, I would probably ask you like, like, why do you want to walk in the gym? Like, 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 what are your goals? Um, or like, like what is compelling you to like walk into the gym? Um, that's a really good answer. Yeah. And just kind of like, and kind of like go from there. Right. Um, and actually, right. All right. So like even going back like several steps further, um, if you thought about doing jiu-jitsu and you're, and you're like, you know, your gut like vomited, um, you were just like, no, like you can't do it. Um, just realize like no one, like for anyone who's listening, like, you know, I'm sure you've all like, but like, please like have them listen to this part of the podcast. Like, no, like I'm an instructor at a jiu-jitsu gym. And if you come to a jiu-jitsu gym to learn jiu-jitsu, it is my job to teach you no matter what kind of condition you're in your background i am not expecting you to get the move like you know what i mean like i want you to but like if you don't get it the first time I'm not gonna judge you if it takes you a while I'm not gonna judge you you know what i mean like mm -hmm. i like i guess like I, the if you want to do it and you're willing to put in the time that's like kind of all i ask for um because i know a lot of people are like oh dude you just want to get in better shape or i wouldn't be good at it or like and i'm like like, dude, like, you know, arguably, like, you know, compared to, like, high-level black belts, I am not good at jiu-jitsu, right? And mm -hmm. that's not stopping me from, like, continuing my journey. Um, well, and that, that's that, it's a weird expectation thing I bumped into with a lot of people where yeah. you don't feel like you'd be good at it. No, you're not going to be good at it. Like, yeah. you don't know it. Yeah. If I asked you to draw a turtle, yeah, how's it going to look until you go practice and take some lessons and, yeah. you know. Yeah, um, no, I agree. And so, like, you know, going in, just kind of going with, like, the, what are you doing it for? And, like, realize, like, your, what you want to do it for 
um, I would, I want to say for the most part, right. I like, I'm always think like, oh, someone's like, I want to kill people. Like, all right, that's not a good idea. Um, but like, you know, if you're like, I want to go in for like fitness, that is a great reason to go in. You know what I mean? Like there are other avenues, but I'm so glad you picked jujitsu. Um, yeah. And I hope, I hope you really like are able to achieve your fitness goals. If you're like, yeah, like it's something I've always been interested in. Like, I think, I think fighting's cool. Like, you know, and I'm like, cool. Like, welcome to the art. Like, hopefully you, it, it unfolds your colors and you're able to really enjoy it. You're like, I want to be a competitor. Like I was, I'm a competitive person. I like, I like the stuff. Maybe I want to fight MMA. Like I want to go in. Perfect. Dude, come in. Yeah. Like we'll teach you stuff. Like, you know, we'll help you out and stuff. Like it's, you know, so what's, it's like the gambit. And if you're, some people are like, oh, I want to try something new. Perfect. Welcome. You know what I mean? Like, this is as new as it gets. Like, <laughs> right, yeah. Good luck. Yeah. <laughs> so there's not a lot of bad reasons to want to join. Yeah. Other than the killing people is probably the only one I like realistically came up with. If you're like, I want to, I want to kill people. I'd be like, oh, okay, well that's a red flag. Um, it's also much easier ways to do it. There's also, like, you know, you know how sweaty you're going to get here. <laughs> but, like clearly you've never rolled because it's hard. Um, yeah. But, um, yeah. Just, so, the, so then once I'm in, I'm like, okay, cool. I, I, yeah, I've got some fitness goals. I like the idea of defending myself or yeah. whatever. Now I'm a white belt and I'm in class most days with you. Mm-hmm. What's your advice? Um, you know, try, try to enjoy the journey and make it your own. Like, if you, like, you know, you should, like, this is for you, right? Like, you're voluntarily doing this. Um so, you know, um, I guess my advice is, you know, try to be open-minded, um, try to work as hard as you can on that day, like whatever you can give. Um, and like, I don't know, like, you know, kind of like, you know, try to be in the community and just kind of, I don't know, kind of make it your own. You know what I mean? If you're, if you're someone who's like, um, insecure or, you know, you can ask questions, you know what I mean? Like, I'm not, like, I'm not gonna, you don't get, like, a penalty for being, like, not knowing something. Um, so don't be afraid to ask questions. And, like, I say that, and, like, you know, I get it. Like, dude, I've been asked, like, tons of questions, and some of them, I'm not gonna lie, like, sometimes, like, when someone's asking, like, well, what's the counter to this? I'm like, I'm showing the move, I'm not showing the counter. You know what I mean? Like, I, like I'll answer your question. Um, just understand, like, it's my job as a teacher to, like, get through the class and the technique or the concept of that day. Um, so sometimes like I might be like, Hey, can we talk about that after? Um, but going in, I mean, um, you know, once you're in kind of like, you know, remember the why you're there. You know what I mean? It's really easy to compare yourself to other people. It's really, it's really hard to be vulnerable. Um, and you know, we're in a sport where it's like you, right. There is potential injury. Like, like, you know, even, even on good days, like with like good partners, there's potential injury. Um, so, you know, kind of like accepting that and just being like, um, you know, being trusting. Um, so, but like, I don't know, I would just make sure like you're at a gym where like people have your best interests in mind. Um, and as long as you have that, I would say like, make it like, just kind of like enjoy your journey. Um, and it's gonna be hard. It's gonna be challenging. Um, you know, just try to try to make, um, some friends and like talk to coaches, um, Sorry, I mean it's kind of like live life, uh, but like <laughs> paint I, with I don't all have, the colors. I, yeah, I don't know if I have like a, a, a solid thing. I guess like if you if you want to like you know dissect a little bit, you know if you're there for fitness, um, you know just try hard, try try your best, work hard, roll roll as best you can. Obviously, roll respectfully. If you're there for competition, 
Um, I would say, look, if you're there for competition, like you need to be really open at first and really humble at first and like really into the community because you are probably used to being, if you're competitive and you're going in here, you're probably used to being someone, um, you know, probably pretty good and like you're not going to be. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's fine. And you might be good, but like you might be good for a white belt, right? Or you might be like a good white belt, but like just realize like I've definitely seen people who plateau because they do what worked against white belts and they don't try to push themselves to what work against like upper belts. Um, so be open to that. Um, and just realize like, you know, like do no one like, you know, if, again, if you're at a good gym, like no one's really trying to like beat you. Right. Like we're all trying to do well in jujitsu, but like, yeah, we're like, we're, like we're a teammate. Like we're, um, so don't, don't think you have to like prove yourself. Right. I think, I think that's something people think mm-hmm. they have to do. Yeah. Even I have that sometimes I'm like, Oh, I gotta, I gotta be a good black belt. But I was like, just gonna say that that's a little nugget that probably is good advice. For yeah. By the way, that, by the way, that nugget like carries through to like where I am now. Yeah. Where sometimes I'm like, oh, you know, like I am a black belt. Like, yeah, like I didn't have a great role. This person did really well against me. Maybe I got tapped, right? And I'm just kind of like, all right, well, I'm still a black belt. And, like I'm still here, and like, and then I'm like, what are my goals? <laughs> like, right. like okay, my goal is to get better. And like, yes, that was a good learning moment. So, um, yeah, and like. I don't know. So, like, yeah, it kind of depends, like, what you're going in for. But for the most part, kind of, like, um, I, guess, I guess the overall thing is, like, try not to let your fear and anxiety take hold of you and try to remember why you're there and try to, like, embrace that. That would be, like, the... So, become a part of the community. Yeah, and, I think that's big. I think, like, be yeah. willing to feel vulnerable because it's guaranteed to happen by the way that happens. everyone's <laughs> gonna beat you and you're gonna beat them sometimes so, yeah yeah a couple years later i'm a blue belt oh we're doing this thing now here we are yeah. i've listened to enough of these podcasts i'm like okay yeah <laughs> so here i am a blue belt with a stripe let's say okay. hypothetically Stud. <laughs> allegedly 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 uh now what what's the advice what's the thoughts um, if you're a blue belt with the strife, um, right. So you, you have like a hand, like, I don't know. I like, you know, I say this with like, like an asterisk, like you have like an idea of the basics, right? Um, so now I would kind of like blue belts are like a nice belt, right? Like even though there's a wide variety, like you have like, like new blue belts and like four stripe blue belts, blue belt's a nice belt because no one expects anything from you still. Like, like you are a colored belt. So people might start like giving you a little more intensity cause you know the basics, but like no one's like, Oh man, like, like, you know, you should know these moves. It's kind of like, eh. <laughs> um, so my advice to you, I would say is to, um, I guess kind of just like, like, you know, continue to make it fun. Like, you know, cause you got your first big promotion and like, you know, you don't want to do the blue belt drop off, right? You don't want to just fall out after you become a blue belt. So like, you know, like, like, you know, make it fun, make it worth it. Um, and you know, whatever that means. And like, try not to let the anxiety of getting a promotion of like, like stopping you. If you're like, oh, I'm a blue belt now, I can't get tapped by white belts, bro. <laughs> like it's gonna happen um yeah you're gonna have your good days and your bad days and kind of like i don't know i would guess I, if i had to say something like kind of make it sustainable right because like you can get through like being a white belt with like all the new stuff but now like yeah you're a blue belt like people are gonna ask you stuff you're gonna be doing pretty well against some people and not well against other people and you're gonna see some stuff again right like you might be like oh yeah like i know this move already and it's like yeah like you know what i mean it's like yeah like you've been around long enough where like you'll see things again um that you'll you'll 
you'll feel the curriculum repeat. Yeah, like there's there's, there's gonna be something, and like if you're like, and if you see something again and you remember it, great. If you see something new and you're like, fuck, I should know that, bro. I've forgotten so much stuff over the years, and half the time I'm like, yeah, oh uh, yeah, I definitely saw that before. Do I do it? No. Should I do it? Yes. Um, happens, dude. It's like part of the process it's an um, ocean of information it is an know? ocean yeah and like god bless the people who keep it all together i mean like i'm happy for you i'm not one of those people um that applies to real life too god bless the people who god keep it all together yeah. <laughs> um but yeah like i would just i would say make it sustainable like kind of like you know like you know have your goals changed has a reason you do change because right because you came in not knowing anything and now you have a good taste of it and you have like a feel and connections and stuff like that so um, you know, like, what do you need to make it sustainable? Like, how is this journey? And also, you know, like straight up, like, I'm all about people like just being happy. Like, is this something that's going to be good for you or like for your, or for where you life in now? Like, you know, Jitsi will be here for you. Like, do you need to, like, maybe you're like, oh man, like, you know, I just got, I don't know, a new job and it's really stressful. It's like, all right. Like, you know, maybe you train less, you know what I mean? It's kind of like, how do you make it sustainable and like not put the pressure on yourself? Cause, um, I know people have quit because they're like, oh, I can only train like twice a week. I'm like, all right, well, that's like, that's fine. You yeah. know what I mean? But they're used to training four or five times a week. And it's like, yeah. Like, two, two isn't as good as five, but zero is worse than both. Yeah. But like, think about it. If you have the expectation, right? So like, and I, like I can, I can actually relate to this, like where it's kind of like, oh, like, well, like if I'm not going to do it well, why do it at all? Right. And I think mm-hmm. we all have that like yeah. at some point. And so, you know, how's it be sustainable and kind of like, you know, letting go of that a little bit and being like, and you know, and and you might be the opposite, right? You could also have like, oh, you know, I, I really like this. I didn't think it was, like, you know, I was just doing this to kind of like get in shape, but like, you know, I, I, I like pushing myself. I like, I like learning moves and I like, I, I like competing and you're like, want to ramp it up, bro? like, you know, ramp it up, bro. Like, you know what I mean? Like do what's good for you. Um, yeah. Like you're always allowed to change, but yeah. So like blue boat, I would say like, like reevaluate and make it sustainable and stuff like that. Um, and, you know, again, like, be open to, like, what like what comes your way. The knowledge, um, the helpful criticism, and kind of, like, that, like, respect of, like, you know, is it me? You know what I mean? Like, am I, like, am I doing, like, am I being stubborn with the move and stuff like that? Because now you kind of have some insight where you can, you can, like, when a white belt, like, you're, you're just, like, I'm doing a move. I don't know what to do. I'm doing a move. Now you're a blue belt, and you're kind of, like, wait, this might be me. Like, I might be making the mistake here. Mm-hmm. Or, like, white belt's, like you are making the mistake. Um, like, it might might still be me. Yeah. But like, it might still be you, but like, you know, like you've had some success and it's, it's kind of teasing out that like success first, like I'm successful against lower belts, but not upper belts kind of deal. So, uh, it, it, I might be the smelly training partner. It might be me. Yeah. What about purple? Uh, my advice for a purple belt um, I feel like all my my vices are gonna be the same. For is like get a get a well, it's the same yeah. prevailing prevailing. Yeah, group. sorry, I'm like yeah, like like spiritually, right? I'm very like I'm very into like this like the like the one thing overlooked in martial arts, like the you know we talk about the physical side and kind of like the mental like competitive side, right? And there's like a spiritual side to it. Like, what are you getting out of it? Like, how is this like mm-hmm. how is this growing you? You know what I mean? Or are you doing this because you like you're like well I don't want to quit? <laughs> it's like, man, you're just like sticking yourself in a hole here. Um, like, you know, so like Pearl Belt, it's kind of like, when you're a Pearl Belt, you know, at all belts, obviously, but like a Pearl Belt, it's kind of like, you might want to think of like, game, like jiu-jitsu wise, I would say like, you, you should probably really start to get um, 
a feel for how you would like to express jujitsu through your game. Like, do you want to be like a tricky person? Do you want to be like a, a grinder? Do you want to be like a pressure person? Do you want to be active? Do you want to be like sneaky but lazy? You know what I mean? Like kind of get a feel for it. Like what is, what speaks to you? And remember like, you know, it doesn't have to be all the time, right? It's just kind of like your general like feel, like how do you mm-hmm. want to express yourself and like what makes you happy, right? Um, like, or uh, I guess like, you know, what makes you happy? Like, you know what? Like, like what kind of game you're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I want to do this. Like, this is cool. Um, and, you know, just realize, like, you know, coaches are help you. And if you pick something that, like, isn't, like, an align with your coaches, like, you know, hopefully you have good coaches that are like, all right, like, I will try to help you as best I can. But, like, you know, if you do something that's a little different, you might have to do a little more self-study. Um, but, yeah. Um, so, yeah, Pro Bowl is kind of, like, I guess, like, more like finding your identity. It's less about, like progressing is sustainable like i probably like you know you probably have figured out like how to like be sustainable or you've you've committed enough to be like okay like i'm in it you know what i mean probably it's kind of like like what a, like what kind of stuff do i want to work on and it could be f- like both technique wise it could be mentally it could be physically you're like you, you could be the problem be like yeah i need to get like a little stronger if i want to like really compete or you could be like i gotta get more flexible like remember like it's about longevity but you could also be like yeah i want to <laughs> relax more when i roll <laughs> you know what I mean? Or I want to, I want to like try new things and I roll bro. Trying new things gets harder as you get older and like the belts, like, man, I like hit autopilot sometimes and I'm like hitting myself after I'm like, what you wanted to work this move, Greg, why did you just go on autopilot? And it's just like, yeah. Cause you've done it hundreds of times. Yeah. You've got, um, you've got a sharp blade to work with. It's hard to start pounding away on that. Yeah. Other one and like, there. you know, sometimes I'm better than others. Like some days I'm really good. Like I'm really focused, but then mm-hmm. like, yeah, dude, all it takes is like one kind of like little tougher thing. And you just like, cause it's right. It's like your trigger, right? It's like, Oh, I know like if this knee comes here, bam, like that's what I want to go for. And sure. then it's like, not what you're working. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so for Provo, you know, I would say like, you know, like develop your game and kind of like, but like, you know, kind of like, be a little uh, respectful of yourself. Like, it's not, like, you're going to make trial and error and stuff like that, and you might try things, and you're like, ah. You might try things, you're like, yeah, I like this, but it's kind of weird. Like, embrace it. Embrace who you are and stuff like that and, like, what your game's turning into. It's kind of the experimental phase of a little Yeah, bit. I would say it's more experimental because definitely, like, white and blue, I like, for me as a teacher, I like to see more fundamentals. Sure. Like, you're, you'll develop your game. Like, you're, like you're going to develop your game. Like you don't have a choice. <laughs> you're going to have to do moves. But your game is going to be fundamental. Yeah, but stuff. I feel like I feel like purple belts is like where like I start like feeling your like I feel your game. I'm supposed to see it. That's the best way I can say it. Like sure. I'm like I'm like all right. Like you're giving off this kind of like aura or this presence or this type of like I'm like oh like you know like the second I go with like someone and they like get like this like loose grip on me I'm like oh you're a fucking counterfighter you know what I mean like <laughs> you're waiting for me to move and then like you grip with someone they like pull you down I'm like oh you're a pressure person like you're mm-hmm. like we're gonna go um, you know or you might grip with someone and they're like they're fighting for something I'm like all right you're, you're like you want to get somewhere like you're like so yeah sure and and make sure your rash guard fits at purple belt huh. And make sure your rash guard fits at purple belt. Yeah, yeah. You, um, you referenced that you had a baggy rash guard. Oh, my two God. Big buff yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was def- actually, it was definitely a white belt in that picture, too. And I was just like, yeah. I was like, this rash guard's fine. And then I realized, like, this rash guard should probably be a little tighter. <laughs> and perhaps my chest and biceps could be a little bigger. But it's like. <laughs> that's a deep hole to get into there, though. God, Brown belt. Brown belt. Um. 
So Bramble is going to be another one of those. It depends. Like what is like what has Jujutsu become to you? Right. It always depends. Has it become like a competitive avenue? Has it become fitness? And this time, you know, is it about the community? Like, you know, have you just developed like a good set of friends that you just like want to roll with and hang with and like work together for? Like, there's nothing wrong with that. Like, if you are if you are a purple or brown belt and you are just like, man, like, yeah, it's become a little more social. There is nothing wrong with that. You know what I mean? Like, like we're all here and like, this is like our common, our common thread that you like enjoy as well. Um, you know, obviously we have like, you know, like maybe different goals or like, you know, we want to try different levels, but like, um, yeah, like if, if it's developed into like more of like a, a practice for you, almost it could be spiritual, physical. And again, maybe you still have that physical, like this is what keeps me in shape. You know what I mean? Like there is nothing wrong with that. You do not have to be a higher belt and, um, you know. Um, be like, oh, I have to be this, like, monster on the mat. Like, you don't. You don't have to. Like, you know. And I don't know. To me, if someone's like, oh, like, oh, they're not that good. It's like, all right, well, like, you know. If someone, if someone starts telling, like, someone, like, oh, well, they're not that good or they're, like, not. I'm like, oh, man. You're like, yo, you live by the sword, you die by the sword. You know what I mean? Because, <laughs> like, you know, if you're comparing, if you're compelling yourself to other people and telling me you're not that good, that means you're doing it to yourself probably, too. But, um, mm-hmm. yeah, as a brown belt, you know, I would say, like, you know, that's kind of, like, I think you're at the point where, like, what is the next level of growth, right? Because you've, you've established um, some fundamentals, right? And you're able to you're able to give back, right? You've been around. You're, like, you're like hey, I've made, like, fucking all these mistakes. Let me just tell you, like, the mistakes I made. Um, and, you know, you know about the culture and the community, and you're able to help people. And like do certain stuff, and then also you have your own personal growth of like, like what am I doing? So now it's like, I guess like, what is your? This one is a little bit more um, autonomous, right? Because like, white belt, like you are going to learn stuff because you don't know anything. You know what I mean? Blue belt, you are going to kind of like learn more stuff <laughs> because. Yeah, right. And purple belt, you're going to hone it. Mm-hmm. Now you've done all of that, so it's like, well, and like with the honing, kind of like you know, that's like the beginning of self study. Now it's kind of like all right, like, now, like, where do I go from here? Like, what's, like, the next step? And it could change. It can change, like, you know, as often as you want it to, just as long as it's meaningful to you. Um, yeah. So I would just say, like, just think of, like, again, like, what do you want to get out of this? And, like, you know, go for it. And, like, truly, I would say at this point, it's going to be hard. And I've had the experience, too. It's going to be hard because you're going to feel an expectation on you of, like, what you should be and being a good brown belt and you know like boys and girls i need you to like listen to your internal voice and being like what like like i need you to ask the question like what is going to make you happy um and go with that one and like and you have and you might have an internal conflict right you have the internal dialogue it's like oh it makes me happy it's like well i really just i like hanging with my friends i like training hard cool you're like oh but like you know I, i lose to like this purple belt and stuff like that be like okay that's like that's you going at it like try to like control that voice a little bit i've had it too guys and it doesn't go away but um yeah kind of like that so black belt oh my god I don't know. how long you been a black belt uh three years three of the, is it three years on thanksgiving yeah. you got your black belt on thanksgiving yeah yeah or, or like around that day yeah. or the day before yeah 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 makes it easy to remember yeah i mean granted i know thanksgiving the date of thanksgiving changes every year but for right right but if you ask me i say i got it on thanksgiving um wednesday you got it on wednesday, wednesday yeah Right? I don't know. <laughs> Thanksgiving on Thursday. I know. You said the day before, bro. I said maybe. Oh, okay. I said maybe. 
Um, black belt. So three years in, that's qualified to give advice <laughs> to people <laughs> that guess. are black belts. Um, I, I feel think like I'm so. still figuring my shit out. So if you're a black belt and you're like figuring it out, welcome to the club. Uh, <laughs> like, um, similar to brown belt. Uh, one, like I would say... I mean, to me, the all right. So, like, this is where I see from personal experience, right? I think it's going to be different if you're a competitor or a teacher or like a student, like a lifelong student. Um, for me, uh, black belt has been a lot of like um, find that balance between pushing yourself and like loving and like doing the art and like being kind to yourself of like, I'm not going to be perfect all the time that for me, right. I had to really deal with like, yeah, there's fucking some basics I could really work on. Like you have to take a hard look at yourself. I mean, like if you're asking like what, like here's what I did and I don't, know if this is the best way, but yeah, you got to take a hard look at yourself and be like, I got this far. And like, now what? Cause now it's, now it's really like about you and the Jitsu community. And like, you know, you have to be like, all right, like, you know, like I'm not going to be perfect. I'm not, um, you know, like, and maybe you, maybe you are a stud black belt who's like winning world championships, right? Like we have, then we have different journeys and Godspeed to you. And I wish you all the best. Um, but like for me, who's someone who doesn't compete and like, I know I have like my, my shortcomings and my insufficiencies and like my good and my bad days, it's been like, okay, like, you know, kind of rebounding from like those like bad moments and being like, no, I'm still like a jujitsu practitioner. I think it's kind of like, identifying with yourself as being a journeyman than like a champion if that makes sense like i'm mm-hmm. i got like you know i'm in it because like i want to learn i want to be good but like i want to train hard and like you know i do want to have good jujitsu you know what i mean sometimes like some people have better jujitsu on some days than others and stuff mm-hmm. like that so i, I like i don't want to make it sound like you're like not trying right but like you are, but it's just like, you're not, I, how's this? Um, a big part of my personal jiu-jitsu journey is not, um, identifying for myself as a martial artist and jiu-jitsu practitioner and not necessarily with the quality of my thing, of, of my jiu-jitsu. Sure. Cause I've definitely had trouble where it's like, you know, um, I talked about before, like, you know, I have like, you know, sometimes I've struggled with like self-confidence and it's like, man, like if you, someone gives you a compliment, like, oh man, yeah, you're really good. Like you take that and you're like, oh man, like, yeah, they said I was really good. And then you feel like you have to do really good all the time and you can't do really good all the time. And that like carries through and like, you know, it's hard. I still, I I still struggle with it. And it's just kind of like, but like, I'm definitely happiest when I don't have that negative internal dialogue and I'm just like doing moves, pushing myself and like, you know, like having a good role and like, yeah, if I like, you know, like I don't say lose, but like, you know, the person subs me, I'm like, man, that was a good role. Like, that's when I'm happiest. Um, and definitely as a black belt, like, the thing I struggle with is, like, those bad days where I'm, like, man, like, lower belts are getting the better of me. I feel like I'm not doing good technique. I feel like I can't, like, articulate as well. And, like, you know, you're going to have good and bad days like everyone else. And it's just taking the fact that, like, those bad days and your shortcomings are, like, not your identity. Um, and you're, and, like, you know, you've, like, you've made it this far and, like, taking that accomplishment of, like, I made it this far and, like, I plan to keep going. Um so like for so again, it depends on like what kind of black belt you are. Um, but for me, it's been more like um, kind of like the uh, self acceptance a little bit, and then also just kind of like understanding like what the identity means to you. Definitely dropping a lot of like 
like negative self-talk and like shoulds. A lot of shoulds. I had a lot of shoulds when I first started. I was like, I should be this, I should be that. And I had to drop a lot of that. And that's like, I mean, it was good. Like I was happy, I did it, and I still struggle with it. Like, so if my, I say I still struggle with it. Like mental, like physical upkeep is like mental upkeep, right? Like you you work out and like you're, you're like, oh, I got, like you have to keep working out to like be fit. Mental stuff is the same thing. You have to keep like catching those thoughts and stuff like that. Um, the other thing that for, for me as Black Belt is like, how am I going to give back? You know what I mean? Like this community has like been so kind to me and helped me grow and like, I mean, such good friends and like lifelong friends, like people I care about and like people have like, you know, carried me through like dark times and like, you know, I've laughed with, I've cried with, you know, stuff like that. Like we've suffered together and it's just like, you know, and it's just like, I've learned a lot about myself, right? Like. You know, I, you know, cause I think jujitsu challenges you all the time. Um, so you learn about yourself and it's just like, well, how do I give back and how do I help people? Like, you know, cause I've, I've had all these challenges and like, I've, you know, like if you're like, oh man, I have a negative thought. I bet you I've had it too. Um, it's like, how do I, how do I like, how do I get you through that? Right. Without like necessarily being like, you know, I don't want to be super coddly and being like, no, 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 it's not that. Like it might be that, but like, like what's your plan to get through it? You know what I mean? I also don't want to ignore it. It's like. So it's like, uh, what's my best way to give back to the community and stuff like that? And like, you know, now I'm like, I'm part of it. Like, the other thing, like, you're, you're part of the community now. Like, you are a black belt. Like, you know what I mean? I would argue you're, you're part of the community the second you enter the door. But like, once you're a black belt, it's like, man, you are like, in it. Um, so it's kind of like, you know, and then the other part is just always evaluating, like, do I, you know, because the other thing is like, right, this is a relationship. And you're like, do I still love it? Am I still happy with it? Because again, like, you know, um, you know, if you, if jujitsu might have a time and a purpose in your life and then it might not. And like, that's okay. Like, I think it's really hard. Like, you know, it's like, I don't know. I don't know. There's probably like a term for it, but like, you know, like, um, like I think the blue belt drop off like kind of happens, you know, cause you've done it and like you can stop. But like, you know, I think part of the reason there's no purple or brown belt drop off is because you feel like you have to sometimes, um, and you, maybe you don't feel like you have to, or like, you know, sometimes you have a mix. Maybe you have like, right, we're, we're, we're humans, we're complex. So maybe you have like a, sometimes I have to, and sometimes I want to. And it's like those like compelling feelings like inside of you. Um, and yeah, I definitely, I'm trying to always gear myself towards the I want to, not I have to um, kind of feel. So is a black belt like a, a, a mixture of white through brown belt? Oh yeah, you yeah. know what I'm saying. Ooh. Like either like as personality traits, look at that kernel of knowledge coming through, <laughs> or, or <laughs> as like the advice or the observations anybody would make. You kind of go, okay, well, everything he said for black belt is just a blended together version of everything we said for white belt. Yeah, I would say just like the compl- Yeah, that's a good. Idea. That's a good thought. Yeah, I think just the complexity kind of adds, but like the same, like really the same thing. <laughs> like what I said, white belt. Like why are you here? <laughs> like why are you coming in? Right. What's your goal? And, like, you know, that's kind of, it kind of, like, adds to it. There's just, like, different layers and different, like, um, like flavors and textures and feels to it and stuff like that. And, like, also, like, remember, like, you're growing and you get to know people. Like, this is a very personal thing. Like, you have your training partners. You have your team. Um, yeah, they're sitting on your face. Yeah, they're sitting on your face. And then also, like, you know, there's, like, your growth. And it's, like, you know, there's going to be time. Like, you have that, like, right? You have that hard moment where you, like, look at yourself. And sometimes you're happy. We don't, like, we never remember when we're happy with ourselves. We always remember, like, when we're, like, down ourselves and mm-hmm. stuff like that. So it's, like, like what did that show you? And, like, how did you overcome it? Are you still overcoming it? And, like, how can you do that, right? Um, yeah, I mean, so I'm, I'm, th- I'm 35 and I'm a black belt. And, like, I'm hoping 
to practice, you know, till I can't anymore. Um, and so, you know, like, let's, like, let's just imagine that's like 70, right? So I doubled my age. So it's like, I have 35 more years of being a black belt. And like, you know, I'm going to get older. I know, I know people are like, age is a number. It is. It's also a biological process. <laughs> um, but you know what I mean? Like, you know, like, you know, I'm so, but like, that's part of it. Like, how do I, how do I do this longevity? So it's like, yeah, I have to, I do have to work out. I have to maintain my strength. I have to maintain my flexibility and my cardio. Um, but then, you know, like when I get to be 65, right. And if someone's like, you know, if someone has a different opinion by, by all means, but I do believe that, you know, if you're, if you're 65, it might be really hard to go with an aggressive 25 year old. Just saying, I think it might be hard, but like how, like, you know, like, like what does my jujitsu look like then? And I'm not there yet. So I don't know. Um, like right now, like I'm still like, oh yeah, like I want to, I want to train. I want to work hard. I want to push myself. I want to push my training partners. I want to help my training partners. And I'm able to, and I'm very grateful for that. Um, oh, yeah. And actually, it's probably one thing, like, you know, at every belt, you know, kind of be grateful for, like, the moments you have and stuff like that. Because um, a black belt, I, black belt kind of the gratitude, like, really hit me. Like, that's, like, when, right, it's kind of like that that monumental milestone where, you, like, you look back. You know what I mean? Because, like, I feel like the other belts, you maybe look forward like, you're like, I'm a blue belt. Like, how am I going to be a good blue belt? Like, I'm a, I'm a pro belt. How am I going to be a good pro belt, right? You don't always, like, look back at those belts. Um, but black belt is, like, there's nothing after this. You know what I mean? Like, you're, like you, can, like, you can look forward, but it's, like, you're kind of staring to the void. Um, so, you, like, you, you look back for a minute, and you're like, wow. Like, a lot happened, and, like, a lot of people helped me. And, like, like it's been a journey. It's like, all right, how to keep riding. You know what I mean? So. Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of akin to high school graduation. Yeah, every, yeah. I would. Yeah, every year you're sorts. looking yeah. forward, and then you hit graduation, and then suddenly you appreciate all those years. Yeah, and then you look ahead and go, "What the fuck is all of that?" Yeah, that's a good. That's a good analogy. Yeah, because like, yeah, you you look back and you're thankful, but like, yeah, and then it's kind of like the future. The future's kind of unknown, because um, you know, like when you're blue belt, you're like, "Oh, I'm gonna work for a purple belt." As you know, but like as a black belt, it's like I'm going to get back to you on that. Yeah. So, what's your least favorite thing about Minnesota? Uh, hmm. Um, my least favorite thing about Minnesota is the fact that Minnesota drivers, and I'm just not, I'm just this is just different. They pull up to a stop sign very fast. And so I think they're going to run through it. Um, and so I, that gives me a lot of anxiety. Whereas in New Jersey, we pull up to it slow, but then we'll cut you off. But I'm used to the slow, and then they cut you off. And now you like pull up and like make like a, a fast stop. And I'm like, fuck. I like, think they're going to run me over. That is my least favorite. See, thing. that bothers me too, but it's not a contrast. It's just like, dude. Yeah. I observed that. that yeah. just, I didn't realize like, it was so a regional in, in, difference. In New Jersey, like, they, they will pull up to it slow, they'll creep, and then they'll gun it and cut you off. But I expect that. And now here, it's just yeah. a different culture. I'm like, fuck. <laughs> yeah. What's your favorite part? Um, I mean, like, you know, like, uh, I would say, like, honestly, like, the people have been, like, really good to me. Um, I mean, granted, like, it's weird because now I feel like I'm, I'm part of it, too. But, like, back when I moved here, like, the people were, like, super... If you feel like you're part of it too, you're not allowed to say anything okay. good about um, it. Um then the <laughs> You're not allowed to say anything good about it, just to okay. make sure you heard what um, I said. Then um I guess the two favorite things would be like I like all the like all the nature and the lakes and stuff like that. That's kinda nice. Just drive around, it's like lake there, lake there, more lakes, double lakes. Uh um, they don't have that in Jersey? 
Not as much. Mm. Bro, you're laying a thousand legs. We got like five. I don't know. <laughs> ten ten thousand. Huh? There's more legs in Wisconsin. Did you know that? No, I didn't. Oh, you do. Wow. What's your favorite episode of Sopranos? Uh, I never watched Pine Barrens? Yeah. Say Pine Barrens. Pine Barrens. Yeah, it's a good one. Yeah. Oh, my other favorite thing is, um, yeah, you know, the snow. Yeah. Like, I, like the, I like the Minnesota accent. I think it's really cool. Mm-hmm. I try to, I it's try to Canada think. light. Oh, yeah. Canada. Okay. Yeah. yeah. It's like the lightened version <laughs> of the can- <laughs> no, Canada. Right, that. That's what it is. Yeah. See, I thought Canada is. So Canada should do the O2. I know they did the A. Go listen to Jeremy Clark's episode. It's full Canada. Okay, I just listen to Jerry Clark's episode. It's different when you're talking to the person. Yeah. Than when you're like listening to him. Okay, okay, that's true. I'll just. I'll just when I I'm, I grew up in the Twin Cities and I moved to Fargo for school, uh-huh. school, and I heard the accent for the first time. Yeah. Right, because it was just me and everybody that I would normally talk to and hear, right? And then suddenly I was like, "Am I watching the movie Fargo in Fargo? Why does everybody sound like this?" Yeah. Well, I sound like that too, which is I couldn't hear it. So then I moved north where it was more exaggerated and worse. And worse. You, and, you, and worse is the right <laughs> word. And you hear it. Yeah. And now I hear it everywhere. Yeah. I think I was expecting, I was I expecting slash hoping more people would have an accent, but um, I don't I'm, I don't know. Do I, I don't think I have a New Jersey accent, but. No. What the hell is a New Jersey accent? Um, it's watched <clears> an episode <throat> of Jersey Shore. Uh, it's like a really. It's like um, this was a challenge. Like, I'm familiar oh with it, God. but I want somebody to do it. I know, I know you want me to do it. I, it's so funny. I can't do it. I can just hear it. It's like, but the other, the other hard part of me is like, my family is from South Jersey, and the South Jersey accent is very different. Oh, um, yeah, very different. Because remember, <laughs> you have like the New York. It's like the New York influence versus the Philly influence. Um, but like, you know, it's like, oh my god. Oh god. Like it's just like, oh my god. Like you know, it's like it's like that. It's like the like the. Like the A's become W's, but then also A's become like hard A's. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I follow you. It's like I don't know. So I, I'm like I'm like really trying to do it, and I can't like process and know how to do it. It's just like it's easier to do accents you don't have an attachment to. Yeah, it takes Probably, the pressure oh, off. Okay, good. If you do if you do a Canadian accent, nobody hears from Canada. Yeah. Right. So no, there's no pressure. But yeah. if you say, "Hey, do the accent of where you live," suddenly there's pressure. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, like uh, for example, like you know, the the team in Philadelphia is called like the. Eagles and like everyone's like the Eagles. Seriously, you, you'll Eagles? hear. Oh yeah, the Eagles are the Eagles are playing. Like it's like a very it's like a very rushed EA. Oh sure, it's, it's yeah. like. Uh, and then, oh, and like like what like what do you call this? Forehead. Not a forehead. Forehead. Yeah, they'd be like, oh, be like oh, my forehead. It's like leaning toward like Boston sound. It's like yeah. forehead. So. But in the Minnesota ones are eyes and e's. Oh. Just, People will say since when? What do you mean since when? You mean since Pello. when? Pello, milk, milk is milk a bad is. one. Milk. Oh man, oh, I gotta bro. listen to this, man. You, now, now, I'm sorry. I, just, I always like, thought it was. I always thought it was just the O's. <laughs> well, no, that that's that's the stuff that's all loopy and and like Scandahoovian sounding, okay. you know. Yeah. But milk, the word milk. Uh, when they say oh. roof and say rough, rough up on the roof. Oh my god, I'd laugh at that. Like, you will now. You're, I'd be like, I'd be like the rough. I'd be like. <laughs> that, that and you're gonna hear it everywhere now and i apologize for no, drawing okay. your attention to it thank you for this blessing i thought uh, for, i thought for sure you're in your least favorite part was gonna be pizza no? no i mean the pizza's been like okay right like it's like i'm like like i'm used to like uh like new york style pizza and it's but like i'm not like i'm not like super like snobby also like i'm kind of like an eater you know what i mean so it's like 
but I'm not a foodie. So it's not like I'm like, oh, this must be, the, I don't know, I need like the delicacy pizza with like <laughs> the fermented unicorn cheese. Like, you know what I mean? It's not that. It's kind of like, does this taste reasonably good? Yes. Then I will keep eating it until I'm full. Like, um, definitely when I go home. So like, how is this? Like when I went home, I was like, oh, okay. Like this is what, this is, I remember this, but like, um, I don't know. I, how is this? Like, it's, it's like well above the threshold of bad pizza. Impressed, which is a very um, Minnesotan way to describe something. Yeah, not so see? bad, you know. Yeah, it's 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 well above. You know what it is? It's just like the the flavor and the texture of the crust, right? Because like the the I don't know, I imagine the sauce is the sauce. Um, the only thing I will say is you guys go way ham on toppings. Like you got like man, you you ask can use for like, ham for a topping. Yeah. Well, you guys, I mean, like you guys go like <laughs> like like every time there's a pizza with toppings, it is like the pizza is like covered. Like, like, like borderline stockpiled on top. And like, you know, like the pizza, like back home is like, it is like, there's a strategic ratio between like topping sauce, pizza and cheese. And like, I think, I think that's probably universally accepted in terms of like having a quality slice of pizza is that ratio you talk about. Okay. Well here it's like, it's like, oh, you like, you want this? And as (laughs) as like the fullest Minnesota representative, I'm going to just say you could honestly leave the crust out. Just give me a pile of cheese and sausage <laughs> and pepperoni. Put some salt. Like, you know, yeah. it, it's a. It, I'm not in it for anything artisanal. I'm in it to to hate myself by the oh, time yeah. I stop I mean, eating. So I'm also definitely like, man, if you're doing if you're doing something like just do like you know if you're doing like pizza like a treat like something like like fuck that you know what I mean like oh no I just want vegetables like I'm granted I'm like I don't eat meat but still. Um. <laughs> You know what I mean? Like, but like, do like, just do it. Like, do whatever you need to put yeah. on it. There is no leftover pizza. Yeah. There's just the next pizza. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I don't know. I've, I've honestly just like really enjoyed like Minnesota. It's good. Like overall. Yeah. I can't like, you know, there's definitely not like a, like, Oh, like, like, you know, like I, like I miss back home with my friends and stuff like that, my family, but like, you know, it's not like I'm. Like, like, you know, I, I love New Jersey. It's where I grew up. It's always, you know, it's, like, kind of, like, when I think of home, that's what it is. But, like, mm-hmm. definitely, like, Minnesota, like, thinks of, like, I think of home and stuff like that. Um, I bet a yeah. big piece of that is you stepped into a community when you got here. Yeah. You know, it happens to be a jiu-jitsu gym, yeah. let's say, is a part of it. But, like, you connected to a community of people when you moved across the country or halfway across yeah. the country. Key thing, yeah. seems to me. Went to slash threw myself blindly into it. Yeah, one or the other. Mm-hmm. Just like dove into it. Yeah, it's better than what I would assume a lot of people do when they move, which is default to isolation to yeah. some degree. You know. Yeah, you're. Yeah, like you know, I was like worried, like you know, if I got a job here, would I be like just like the guy from New Jersey? You know what I mean? It's just kind of like. No, nah, it's Polly. What is um? Oh my god! What is um? I don't know. If this is true. They're like, is it? Is this like a true thing? They're like, if you want to, um know the people in your bridal party like like make friends and get, like to the people in kindergarten or something like that i'm like butchering like the saying i don't know what the hell you're talking about bridal okay. party like like the, like your lifelong friends like the people who are gonna be closest to you when you get married it's gonna be the people you meet in kindergarten oh really is that a thing i don't know i'm i'm, I'm like i'm trying to like yeah my bridal party's not gonna be very good then because uh, is that like is that specifically to minnesota or are you yeah, saying that's a universal pe- thing they were making the context of like people in minnesota and like you know i don't i don't necessarily agree with this um granted i like through my like it's a martial art community so it's different um but people make the like the reference that like people in minnesota tend to like stick to the people they know 
Um, and 100%. Not I, yeah. 100%. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay. I, I, I agree with that. That's why I was asking if you were saying yeah. that specifically yeah, to Minnesota. Because I've, I've heard that from people that have transferred here for work for, yeah. uh, and didn't have like a jiu-jitsu community to jump into. And they're like, it's super hard to meet people. Yeah. And like, Minnesota, you know, everyone's like, like, oh, they're going to be so nice to you. But like, you know, you're not getting invited places. Like, right. You're not going to be like their friend. And I was like, yeah, I think, you know, definitely, like, man, super grateful for like the jiu-jitsu, Muay Thai, like martial art community here for just like you know, letting another weirdo in, you know what I mean? So it's just like, thank you. Um, but yeah, I mean, that's like, you know, and that to me, like, that's like a great part of the community. It's kind of like, you can, you can relocate and it's like, you know, they're like, I mean, like, let's be honest, like martial arts is just full of a bunch of freaking weirdos. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like, I like no one, no one's like, you know, that like, like no one, like, like either they seem normal. It's like one of those, like, I bet if you dive, <laughs> yeah, I bet. I bet if you peel back a layer or two, you're gonna be like, okay, yeah. I see why. I see why you do this, down. Right, right. Yeah. Um. So you know, thankful for that. But good. Yeah. But what else? Anything? I don't know. What is it? I'm trying to think. I don't. I don't know if I have. We can talk. I'm trying to think. Uh, I don't. I don't have like a platform <laughs> to like to like give to you. Um. Mm -hmm. But uh, I'm trying to think, I don't know, I've had some like great experiences here um, too. Like first time ever, like um, uh, helping Kaylin Young with like some of her camps. That was like a great experience. Like just, oh yeah, we were talking about that upstairs. Yeah, helping right? her with that um, has been has was like was like super great. Like she, I mean, like oh my gosh, she's like she's listening. She's like blush, but like yeah, just seeing her. Like, I, I've worked with professional athletes before, right, at my old gym, but, like, I was kind of on the periphery. I was kind of, like, a training partner for, like, a round. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? Or, yeah. like, I might have, like, I, I, don't, I definitely didn't hold pads, but, like, you know, that was it. I was, like, the upper belt that could, like, roll with you a little bit. Like, I was on the periphery. Right. Yeah, I've, and, like, I've rolled with a world champion. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Sure you know thing. what I mean? And, like, even, even some of the MMA fighters, like, you know, I was, like, part of their camp, but, like, more, like, I would do a few rounds and help out a little bit. Um, with her, I was like more involved and like, man, like, I, and, like, I gotta say like, dude, her like work ethic, her mentality, like it like inspired me. Like I was just like, holy shit. Like you are a professional athlete. Like it was mm -hmm. just like, like, I don't know. It kind of, it's, it's one of those things where you, you like, you, you, you like see someone just like work hard and just be dedicated and you're just kind of like, yeah, like I'm kind of inspired too. Like that was, um, like that was really cool. Um, I don't know. The one thing that was kind of like really interesting is just like, you know, kind of like establishing a new life here, like overall, um, you know, like, you know, you never know how it's going to go. And like, I was, oh, I had like tons of like anxiety and terror. Like I remember going to like M3 the first day and being like, please like me. <laughs> <'Cause> <laughs> I was like, oh. And then like, you know, everyone was really nice and I got to know everyone and they like, you know, they seemed to be accepting of me. And I was just like, oh, okay. It's like, all right, I'm in. Um, and yeah, and like, you know, Rosie is like, you know, like all my jobs now. I met Hayden Buckner there and I, I'm at the Academy in Prairie and then I teach M theory, like in the mornings now. And I'm like, all right, so. Rosie going to teach? You can get just completely spread out and teach at a bunch of different places. Teach like one day a week at like every school. Yeah. Like the, It'd be kind of cool. <laughs> be like, you're that guy. Um, <laughs> but, um, no, actually that was like another thing. Um, I, so like prior to coming here, like I did not like teaching. I actually have a lot of teaching experience for someone who doesn't like teaching, uh, who, who didn't like teaching. Um, I taught kids classes for like 
like seven years, seven. That's years. why you didn't like teaching. Yeah. Well, oh no, let me, let I me actually just like be kid. honest. Well, kid, well, kids' classes are like again different podcasts. Kid yeah. classes <laughs> are very different adult classes. Mm-hmm. Um, like, um, but for adult classes, I have a, I had a ton of anxiety for like oh I don't teach you the wrong thing. I want to be a good teacher. I want to make sure like. I don't like, and it's funny because like I don't want to mess up. I don't want. I want to teach you like a bad technique or a bad concept. I want to make sure like you grow properly because you're kind of like responsible, right, for this person's knowledge. Um, and so like I had a bunch of anxiety around that, and like I've kind of like, like, and the, like that's what, like going back. I was like, well, I like helping people, and this is a form of helping people. So, um, you know, I guess I do like teaching, and I just have to make sure. Really, what it came down to was like, as long as I like do the best I can, like that's all I like that's the best I can do. Like, you know, I don't like, it's kind of like, you know, you have that like, well, this is like perfect. Right. So the thing is like, I can't like, you know, taking the example again, like, like, like John Donaher is probably like, you know, renowned as like one of the better, like, like one of the best jujitsu teachers. And it's like, I could just listen to his um, stuff and like regurgitate it. Right. But that's like, not me. And like, that's like, it would also take forever. <laughs> it would also take forever. Um, so you know what I mean so it's like yeah yeah, we we have like an hour class and you guys need to roll Um, but like you know like so just kind of being comfortable with like all right, like I want to fuck up occasionally but the thing about that too like I've worked with kids kids being high school late junior high after that younger than that my allergies start to act (laughs) act up I can't deal with it but I mean I've had kids and their parents you know quote unquote years later come to me and express an immense amount of gratitude for shit I wasn't even conscientious of conscious of right yeah. and I've also had kids into whom I've invested loads of emotional energy physical energy time to have it feel largely sort of unimpactful yeah it's a fucking crapshoot no yeah. matter what and you don't know what weird singular sentence you said to a kid or a teenager or an adult that's going to be the impactful thing anyway. Yeah. So just go do it. Feel good about it. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's definitely different. My approach to like adults and kids is super hard. Cause kid, like, so kids, like I'm used to working with kids a lot. And so like, I really think about it like a lot, like the best way to teach kids. But like, it's funny cause you're teaching kids, but like, unlike adults, like, like, like I'm here to help adults, but like, I'm not responsible for like your like, m- like maturing, but like kids, like I do play a part in that, right? You're in my class and like, you know, if there's a learning moment where you're not respectful, I have to teach you that. If there's a moment where you're fidgeting, not paying attention, like I have to, I have to, cause like I know it's so stupid, but like yeah, paying attention is a fucking life skill. Like you know what I mean? Like or like following an instruction, like a basic instruction, or like just like looking around. That's two of the top three in my yeah, opinion. Yeah, it's like paying attention, following instructions, and handling failure. Yeah. Like, like how's that not the yeah, three biggest like, things? You know. And you think about it, you know, and it's just like um, like in school, I don't know how often that happens, but like in class, it happens a lot. Um, so. I got. Um, yeah. I was just gonna say I got to the gym a little bit late yesterday morning. And I'm in the locker room, and I'm just hearing Ryan teaching the kids' classes yesterday morning. So I'm not seeing anything that's going on. So I'm sitting in the locker room, but I hear everything, and I was seriously giggling like by myself in the yeah. locker room, like trying to picture, uh-oh, what is going on right now that he is saying this? Yeah. Or, you know, it was pretty funny. Uh, definitely one of the, the interesting things is like I feel like right, like I, I feel like people are like, oh, Greg's like super nice. He's like you know really welcoming. 
man, do I flip a switch with those kids. I am like, <laughs> dude, if I teach a kid's class, I'm like, you need to line up. You need to pay attention. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I definitely like, I definitely love putting in like, I like making it fun and I love positive reinforcement. I love telling you what you're doing good. And I like, like really encouraging you. However, <laughs> like those are the, like, I love it when those moments happen, but like, you know, like right now you're in a class and like, I am the teacher and like, I'm not your friend, I'm your right. coach. Like I, right. like I'm here to like, help make you better and if what is not making better is your lack of attention your lack of effort your lack of like i'm i'm here to like help you and like it's tough because like they're kids right and like sometimes like i think their parents sign them up and like you know they might not be like i don't know what this is and it's like all right well you're here and we have to figure it out together (laughs) um um but yeah it's yeah kids classes are interesting um i have a few pet peeves about kids classes um if if you keep asking to play dodgeball, I like I'm like there's no more dodgeball ever. Like I like I'm like you're not here for dodgeball. <laughs> like that drives me insane. The I'm problem just, with that though is that they're there for dodgeball. I fuck that. <laughs> um, like one time I told a kid they're like, "Are we playing a game today?" I was like, "We just did a game. We rolled." And they're like, "That's not a game." I'm like, <laughs> "So start calling it a game. Here's the game. <laughs> Here's the Try game. to keep your legs wrapped around that kid. That's the game. Here's the game. Don't get submitted. Good luck." Um. Yeah, I'm trying to think. Um, uh, like you know, we go to like sometimes like I guess the pet peeve. I feel bad saying this, but like like sometimes I get children and I don't know if anything has ever been asked of them ever. Like I'll just be like, I'll be like, all right, you need to line up, and they're just like, and I'm like, you need to line up. <laughs> like, like they're they're raised by wolves. Kind I don't of thing. know. No, they'd have like, good instincts if they were raised by wolves. That's probably, like that's that's probably the only thing that like really irks me. It's just like you repetitively like I get it. Like you're a child, right? You're like you have like low impulse control. You don't really know what's going on. You're kind of just like meandering through and like falling over. You know what I mean? You have you don't have like a. You're talking to me directly because no. it, it feels accurate. No. <laughs> <laughs> feels about right. <laughs> But, like, you know, but then, like, I don't know, then all of a sudden, like, something is asked of you, and you're just, like, you, like, you know, you're, like, deer in the headlights. That's what cracks me up. Sometimes, like, I'll ask someone, and, like, I love, like, not that I love it, but, like, it cracks me up. And, but I have to be serious. When the kid freezes, like, they're, like, I'll be, like, like, why did you do that? And they're, like, I'm, like, why did you do that? And they're, like, I don't know. I'm just, like, they just have, like. Like they just can't fathom a reason, a reason like why. Yeah, and facing a consequence of something. Yeah. Oh, facing yeah. consequences is hard. Yeah, they're like, they're like, oh, no one's ever made me face a consequence before. It's That's like, concerning because you got about seventy years of consequences coming your way. Yeah, and like again, like life skill, like you yeah, are. For sure. Yeah. The other thing, oh my god, the pet peeve is like, it's fine if you don't know how to tie your belt, but you have to keep track of your belt. If your belt falls off and you like throw it to the side, I get it. Like, you know what I mean? It's just, it's a lot of work. You don't know how to tie it. Like, we're not stopping the other class for me to just tie your belt. However, at the end of the class, when I tell you to get your belt, do not be like, I don't know where it is. Like, <laughs> like, and it's like one of those things, like, like, you know, I'm not being mean, but like, yeah, even if you're like four, right, you can keep track of something. Like, you, yeah. like, you, like, yeah. you, like, right, you know where toys are. Like, you know where stuff is in your house. Mm-hmm. So it's like. Yeah, you have your shoes on your feet. Oh, cetera, oh my cetera. god, that's another good story. Oh my god, you want a podcast? Get like kids stories. I've had kids <laughs> walk out of the academy. Oh, thank you. I've had kids walk out of the academy, leave their shoes, and like they walked across like asphalt, right? Like not like immediate feedback. Imme- like, immediate, like 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 my foot is on asphalt, yeah. and they come back, and I'm like, "Did you leave your shoes here?" And they're like, "And they're like, yeah." I'm like, 
why? And they're like, ah, I don't know. I'm just like, oh my God. <laughs> that but, person's uh, going to be a terrible employee. But, <laughs> well, I hope not. I mean, I hope that's part of my job as a coach is kind of be like, you need to be responsible yeah. for your shit. Yeah. Um, I also wish we could curse at the kids, but that's frowned upon heavily. So. Oh, is it? Yeah, generally. Not supposed to curse. It's a good thing I stay away from the kids for the oh most part. Oh, my God. There's definitely there's tons of times I'll be like, what the fuck are you doing? Uh, <laughs> who's, your, who's your favorite person to roll with? Who's my favorite person? Oh, uh, there's a lot of people. Yeah. yeah. Um, not black belts. Not black belts? Um, That's boring shit. We know they're good and fun. <laughs> we got it. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think. Oh, my God. <laughs> I was going to say someone. Uh Mo- like most of the, uh, I-, I find actually most of the the females at M Theory are pretty fun. Really totally. fucking good answer. Yeah, Kaz one of my favorites. Kaz one of my favorites. Caitlin's really good. Akilah's got promoted to black belts. So she's off that list. Um, Katrina super fucking good. Akilah Akilah's also uh-huh. on her own fucking list. Yeah, yeah, she's not. Yeah, she's also tough. Um, and, and that's not tough. Oh. It's she's the best rolling partner in the room. Oh, yeah, if you're taking a beating from Aquila, it's because you turned up the volume and she matched you. Yeah. You know? Yeah, this is true. She, whatever version of a role you're looking for, you will be reciprocated exactly. Yeah. Which is uh, great because I like to just fat drunk guy roll and, yeah, she, and she'll she, reciprocate she, she, the energy. Yeah, yeah. She abides it for me. Yeah. Uh, Katrina's super good. Yeah. Um, her boyfriend Luke is actually super good. I, I enjoy rolling with him. He's actually, I like, I like rolling with him. He, he throws out new stuff. Uh, Katrina's like an adventure rolling with because she tries things and she's like she's assertive I would say she's assertive I wouldn't say she's like super aggressive because she, she's not like trying to like pound you but she's she's like I want this technique and you can see she wants the technique she's uh, been murdering me lately oh yeah Katrina she's been doing that lapel shit oh yeah oh <laughs> my god she did the lapel shot I was like what <laughs> Um, she she that's this is the, she's a brand that frustrates me. She's clearly obviously way better at jujitsu and will be than I will be. But you're like a tiny little. The same thing wrong with you. Like you're a hundred pounds and five feet tall. Like I should throw you across the room, but I can't breathe, so yeah. I'm being choked. <laughs> but like, what's going on? Tap, yeah, tap. yeah, right. Yeah. Um, I, and I love that. That's the that's the capability. Yeah. You know. Uh, I love my Aaron Cheney rolls. Like, those are like, it's war, but like, I fucking love it. Dude, so tough. I'm like, oh my God. He's like, also that kid that can't tr- keep track of his belt, for the record. <laughs> that's that's why you got to have those kids tie um, their belts and stuff. Let's try to think of else. Um, Morgan. Morgan's Morgan's a good role. Super, uh, yeah, just a very, um, for the most part, a very graceful game. Is how I sure. describe it. Like, sure. he, he kind of like slides into stuff, but it doesn't seem like crazy effortful. Um, yeah, he's super fun to roll with. Um, I'm trying to think who else. I mean, I sorry if I'm not mentioning your name. Well, yeah, it's not, it's not an exhaustive list. Sorry, like this is like on the spot and (laughs) you just like recall everyone you ever cared about. No, uh, no, that's not what I'm asking you. I'm saying who have you had fun rolling with? Yeah. Um, like there's a lot of good roles you have with good training partners that aren't like fun, like a hilarious good time. And there's nothing wrong with that. It's still good, good training. Um, but I rolled for the first time with. Fuck, dude. Yeah, that Heidi. God, I couldn't think oh, of her Heidi, name for a yeah, second. She's a, and it was like a fucking ass beating. I'm like, that was hilarious. It was just funny how dominated I felt. I'm like, yeah, she's terrifying. Good. Yeah, she's a good role Super too. Good. I need, yeah, a, I need a Heidi. year before I go back for a second role with yeah, her. Yeah. Um, I think like, and there are certain things that I like about other people. Like, um, like I love rolling with Siobhan for his guard, right? 
like see I love, that's why I hate it. <laughs> see, like like I love like I love seeing like what he's come up with and like how he evolves and like also sure. like I need to work on like my like burn bowl defense because sure. he yeah. like just tumbles me over and I'm like, no, stop it, please. Um <laughs> I'm like kick, kick, kick. Uh <laughs> And then, um, ah, fuck, I'm like, I'm fucking up. There's probably like a bunch of people. I'm like, I'm, I'll, after the show, I'll be like, I need you to insert these people. No, no. And that, but again, that's not, that's, <laughs> that wasn't like list everybody we trained with, you know? That's Minnesotan though. Yeah. That, there you go. You're a Minnesotan. I'm you're trying Minnesotan, to. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah. Um, Definitely not Hayden Buckner. I love Hayden. Mm. Hayden's my buddy. Yeah. We like. Hayden's a good dude. He's a good dude. Yeah. There's there's guys that that you, normally you'd like casually fist bump, which is about like as emotive and and expressive as I get. And then there's those guys that like force it into a full hug, and he's one of those. Yeah, bro, he's a good dude. I dig it. I dig it. Yeah. Um, what was I gonna say? Oh, I mean, this is like a general like kind of statement. I might as well just do it as like a as like a public service. Announcement. Yeah, here we but, are uh, drinking. Go ahead. Here we go. Um, yeah, if you ever take any of my classes and you have a question, like please approach me at the end. I'm happy to help. And also, if there's like if you've taken my classes and you're like a I guess more of an upper belt. If you're a lower belt, like please like, you can give this too. But like if you don't have that many classes, like I'll take it with a grain of salt. But like you know, I'm open to like criticism and like the best way to like you know, teach people or like what you need and stuff like that. Like I've definitely adjusted the morning classes. Like I understand like it's an hour. So I try to give everyone like a good amount of like instruction and rolling and like chances to learn. Um, but I don't know. I was, I always put the other cause I'm always like, I'm always like, Oh, like it's hard because I feel like, you know, if I were to ask Polly, I'm like, Polly, what do you think of class? Right. His natural thing is going to be like, Oh, it's great. You know what I mean? Because like, I'm asking him, like, I'm not looking, I'm actually not looking for like direct positive feedback. Like if it's genuine, great. But like, if you feel obligated to, I'm like, Oh, cause I'm like, I am trying to be like a, like a better teacher. Well, so. I, I was going to say just a few minutes ago before I ran up to grab the beers, the, the reviews have been positive and I, okay, I yeah. wouldn't, I would, I wouldn't have, I wouldn't say it. I would just not say anything right now. Yeah. I wouldn't tell you it was bad. Yeah. I just wouldn't say anything. But okay. no, I would tell you that the people... Well, he saw that I was telling him about a text thread I had the other day with Nick Scrady. Mm-hmm. The review, the reviews are positive. Oh, good. Class, so. Okay. Yeah. I when mean, one caveat to that, though, too, yeah. is odds are one driving factor of the feedback you might get is that they wouldn't phrase it this way, but they'd be trying to convince you to teach it like somebody else taught it some of the time. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And that's bad. In yeah. my opinion, that's bad. Like yeah, the okay. the idea that across a week I can see instruction from like half a dozen different people yeah. is good. Okay. By and large, I might drift to, you know, this guy's classes versus yeah. this guy because it, for some reason the way he explains it works in my brain better. Yeah, like exactly. like I'm a Zach Jeffrey guy. Yeah. Here's the first six steps. Do those. Here's the next six steps. And you're like, holy shit, 12 steps. Yeah. But then by the end of class, you're like, hey, yeah. 12 steps, right? For whatever reason, the way his brain works, the way my brain works matches. Yeah. But it it's also really good to hear a different explanation of it and hear a different take on it and a different perspective. That's true, you know? yeah. So, like, um, if, if somebody's offering criticism, it's like, hey, speak louder. Cool. I can, yeah, I can exactly. do that. But your style can also be your style. Yeah. You know? I mean, like, you know, that's the hard, like, you know, that's the hard part of, like, teaching this stuff, right? Like, it's like, you don't necessarily, like, your, I guess your feedback is, like, how much your students progress, which is not always relying on you. And, like, True. it's, like, it's just hard, like, right? Because you, you're, you're trying to be, you're trying to improve your teaching ability, and it's, like... 
<laughs> right? You're like, what? Like, how? And like, you you could be a good teacher. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But it's like, like, what are your metrics? It's I don't know. it's sort of a universal thing in any version of teaching. Is yeah. technically, if they know the stuff. I did a good job, or they're bright or dull, and then you start to realize there's too many variables. Yeah, how you know it's yeah. tough to Shout actually quantify. Shout out to all the teachers out there who are just like, "Welcome to our world." Yeah, yeah. I get yeah, it right, now. Right. Uh, well, the mor- the morning class is kind of like a blend of the essentials and advanced too, because oh you my have God. a yeah, little bit of everything at the morning <laughs> class. So, I mean, I would imagine it's tougher as a teacher. Yeah, but. sorry for all the upper belts when I spend like all my time on the white belt. <laughs> no, I, but <laughs> I'm like. I'm like, please do this move. <laughs> yeah, but but there was a little bit like, so specifically the thing that Nick and I were talking about the other day was, I think we told you in class, like yeah. when we were passing the half guard and, yeah. you know, putting that knee on the hip thing. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah. I just did that yesterday. Yeah. Like, Sweet. It was like, so there was a little bit for everybody, you know? Yeah. I, mean? I don't know. Um, yeah. I, you know, I try to make it for everyone, but it's like. Again, you kind of accept like some classes are going to be beginner friendly, some are going to be more advanced, and like, yeah, I mean, no, I'm glad, I'm glad it's it's going well. Like, I don't know, it's like, I guess it's one of those things where it's like, you know, you want to be a teacher, um, just like personally, it's just kind of like, all right, well, how do I know? You know what I mean? Or like, how do I improve? Just like jujitsu, right? Like, how do I improve my jujitsu? Jitsu is like very though, like, I know I improved because I can do this move. I know I improved because like I can execute this, and now it's like in this like you know nebulous of like all right well i taught this move and like you know so like you tell me you got the move I'm like, all right so I, I taught it well you know what i mean like one, like one person's life was like but i think that's that's kind of the nature of learning complex physical tasks yeah. is you know you you're pulling tiny nuggets across thousands and thousands and thousands of reps and then 12 years later you're a black sure. belt and the nuggets are all close enough together to look like a fucking image on the table. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, so if I'm, I feel like if I'm a, a grizzled old purple belt or a brown belt, and here we are doing, you know, knee slice pass or whatever, there's probably a detail that oh, I'm, I'm going to go, huh? 100%. Yeah, cool. So, like, it's still valuable. Yeah. Oh, there's like tons of times where I'm just kind of like, oh, like if they do this small movement, I, yeah. Oh, that like happens. Yeah. That's a good point. Yeah. It's just like, it's one of There's those things you, something. yeah, for sure. It's yeah. one of those things you see with if you look to the 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 upper belt end of the line, so to speak, when Rocco's teaching stuff on a regular basis, you see people doing the huh, never fucking heard of that, yeah, because like Rocco has details from. 25 years ago yeah. you know there's just things in there and in his style that everybody else just seems to be going wow never yeah. thought of that never thought yeah wow you know i mean it, and it's like brown belts going huh never oh, would have put my hand there you know so dude i forget there was like sometimes like i remember like one time this year i learned like right the most basic i learned uh someone was going over a escape from side control and, like, I forgot exactly what they said because I've integrated it, but I was like, that's genius. You know what I mean? It was something that was, like, I don't even know if they said it, but I saw it. And I was like, oh, I like how they did that. Right. It's like, like, I've never seen a side control like this game before. You know what I mean? I was just like, oh. You know, I was like, that's a small thing that was, like, really good. And the point being. Yeah. When, when a thing is a collection of basics, teach the basics. Yeah. Because. So people who understand the basics are still piecing the basics together right yeah that's true so it seems like the right move you definitely don't want drowning ass white belts who canceled their membership because oh none God. of it made some sense so all right guys we're only doing flying umaplatas <laughs> to toe holds <laughs>
Oh my god. How does that work, flying omoplata? Uh, a flying omoplata works um, if they like had a single leg, and like so they have like the one leg, and you kind of have to turn away. And as you turn away, you kick the leg they have through. Yes. Okay. And then you like do like a diving forward roll, and you get an omoplata like that. I mean, I don't stop phrasing it that way, but I get the, yeah. I get the, uh, yeah, explanation. Um, yeah, there was a while I was actually like I think it was a blue belt. Of course, it's like a blue belt move. I was like obsessed with it. I was like, oh yeah, because like I, I, I'm not. I didn't grow up a wrestler. I don't know. Like my wrestling, my takedowns are not that good. So I was like, oh, I'm gonna counter. Right? I was like, I had this image like I'm gonna counter wrestling. Like no one's ever thought of that before. <laughs> and I'm just like, yeah, this is what I'm gonna do. And then um, significantly, like you know, it's doable. It's definitely a move, but it's like. Yeah, sometimes like it'll, sometimes you can do it, and oftentimes it's going to be very hard, uh, which is why you don't see it in a ton of competitions. Right. Like, <laughs> right. But, so yeah, I was not a genius at Blue Belt. That was part of my journey. Everybody was like, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Not a genius at Blue not Belt. Genius Oh, can I go? Can I tell you my um, cooking disaster this morning? Please. Yeah. Please. Sorry. Does it relate I, to these treats you showed up here? Yeah. With? Oh, well, yeah. It was a baking disaster. So I, um, so I bake these like these these fudge bars, and I wanted to tell you I was serious about baking, but in the, in the instructions, like chill for like eight hours, and I was like, I was and like you know this is a we met at like one and I like started making this at eight and I was like, well, there was not eight hours between <laughs> nine and one according to my math. Right. And so like I stuck them in their freezer and I was just, I was so nervous that like, I was like, oh, these are going to be, they're not going to be good. They're not going to be ready. And I'm like, I promise baked goods. So I made, um, I was like, all right, I'll make, I'll make chocolate chip cookies too. Like everyone loves a good chocolate chip cookie. Mm-hmm. So I made chocolate chip cookies, the driest fucking cookies I've ever made. Like I, I bit into one <laughs> and I was like, oh God, this is like, like on the way over here, I was like, oh, I should have just put them in the oven for longer and be like, I made you mini scones, but like they were dry. <laughs> um, and so I was like, I really hope these bars are good. <laughs> like that's funny. Yeah, that was like my stress this morning. I was just like baking all morning, listening to like holiday music, and I was just like, "Yeah, that's what I did this morning." Badass black. Paul, what'd you do this morning <laughs> to pre-podcast? What was your pre-podcast routine? I uh, laid in bed and watched Law and Order for a little bit, and I'm I actually made it to like nine thirty sleeping in, nice. and then I sat in a chair for a while. And then I came here. So shout out to this guy and his efforts. <laughs> yes. His pre-podcasting efforts for sure. <laughs> Tried. So. Thanks, Greg. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you for uh, having me. Yeah. yeah. For sure. Um, yeah. Thanks, man. Delicious, by the way. Oh, thank you.